Today's show is brought to you by the following sponsors. Beanpunk Coffee. They're located in downtown Conroe, Texas at 330 North Main Street, actually just down the street from the studio. Uh, They serve breakfast, lunch, dinner, and a variety of delicious coffee oriented drinks. They also now deliver locally here in the Conroe area for a certain time uh, during the day. It's 936-266-7632, or you can look them up online at beanpunkcoffee.com. Let's see. Next is Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. All your small business office cleaning needs from one time to scheduled cleanings. Give them a call at 832-689-7996 or visit them online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com. Uh, Our last sponsor is C3 Creative Content Creations. They do everything from video, social media, writing for your business. If it's creative and tangible, they do it. Visit them online at c3thewoodlands.com. Today's show, Sean and I had a great time with uh, local comedians who do a circuit here in Houston in the greater Houston area. John John, Royce Moore, and Adam Morris. Uh, You can find all their contact info where they post where they'll be next for their comedy in the description. Also, uh, we really enjoyed it and we learned a lot about comedy. Comedy here, especially in the Houston and greater Houston area. So if you're aspiring to be a comic or you're looking for comics to host something for you, please listen to the show. They come in, I believe, about 20 minutes into 20 to 30 minutes into the show. And I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, Last but not least, I want to remind folks, we do have new sponsorships available for our show. We lowered the rates because we changed the format of the show to three days a week. So if you're interested in sponsoring, uh, just give us a call at 936-228-9368. Uh, and then you can also, I believe, visit us online or email us at dickandskippy at gmail.com and Facebook, all that kind of good stuff. And we're uh, going into the political season, by the way, which means we definitely want people to be on our show who are running for something. So if you know somebody or if you're a listener and running for something, please schedule a booking time with us. We'd love to have you on and get let people get to know you, and especially the position you're running for. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Now on to the show. Hey, what is up, Conroe? This is Rick TRC. You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KZZWLP Conroe and 106.1 on KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. All right. We're live with Dick and Skippy in the mornings here on IRLoneStar.com, Lone Star Community Radio, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and of course, Facebook.com slash Dick and Skippy. Welcome to today's program. We are broadcasting live, folks, from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. We have special guests later today. We have comedians John John War. I hope I pronounced that right. Royce Moore and Adam Morris. They're going to be in the studio. If you have questions or anything like that, feel free to uh, direct message us on Facebook.com slash Dick and Skippy. And, of course, we have our text call line at 936-228-9368. Leave a message, and we'll replay it over the air. Please be nice. We are on FM, so uh, we will not play anything that can't be played over FM. FM. So there you go. Uh, we're hanging out in the studio until then. Do they show up? I kind of told them to show up whenever, so they could, you know, show up pretty much at any time. Uh, so we're just gonna be kind of going into some new stuff right now. If you have a comment or thing, we are paying attention to our Facebook feed uh, on both Lone Stars and Dick and Skippy's Facebook. I got it all set up and things like that. So it is Wednesday, the fifteenth. Uh, it's the middle of the month. 
And today it's like what is it like six seventy five degrees right now? Yeah, it's 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 muggy is the best way to do it. It's actually seventy one right now in Conroe. It's going to get up to seventy six. I'm actually going to go open the doors real quick because it's there. You go. It's a little muggy in here, but it is cloudy all day and all night, and looks like uh, the fog will be back early tomorrow morning. We got some rain over the next three or four days. Uh, highs in the upper sixties to low seventies. Uh, but next week. Looks like we're going to be getting down back into the 50s for our highs again. So this weather just can't seem to make up uh, what it wants to do. Yeah. But, you know, it's how it is. I remember a few years ago we'd all say, oh, it's El Nino. Then it's La Nina. And so who, who knows? Who knows? I, who knows? So uh, do you – I know we didn't have a show on uh, Monday. I, I, I wept. Yeah. I, I was in my shower fully clothed, the water hitting me, uh, eating Rice Krispies treats and sobbing. That sounds disgusting. Yeah, well, there's a visual that's forming okay. in your head about that now, but that's how that's how much I missed not being with you on Monday, Dick. Well, there you go. Well, hopefully we'll be here Friday. I'm trying to get some guests in. I'm trying to get the bowling crew in. The bowling crew. So, you know, the remodeling 300, and I'm trying to get those folks in and so they could talk about what's going on over there. Now, are they going to make it look like Bolero with, like, the, the, the black lights and the thumping music? I think there's going to be lanes? designated times for that. Okay. I think it's on Saturdays, Saturday nights. Or they can put, like, neon strips down the lanes and maybe put... Stuff. I hate that stuff, put but, flashing I mean, balls people like it. Flashing lights in the bowling balls so you can, like, s- stroke out when you want to. Yeah. I don't know, but uh, I'm trying to get them in, and then we got some political candidates showing up because I know it's revving up. I know the Democrat debate, Democratic, like the seventh debate. Yeah, uh, it's it's slowly dwindling down to the, what you expect, just a bunch of old white men, and then uh, yeah, it's looking like Sanders and Biden are the top two at this moment. Buttigieg didn't seem to have a, a good. Uh, Buttigieg was mayor as of January first; he wasn't mayor anymore, so he was able to now devote all his time to campaigning, and I. My sense is he just didn't stand out enough. Um, same thing with Warren. I think, you know, you're getting down to crunch time because the Democrats could take a page from the Republican debates that at this point no one in the universe thought it was going to be Donald Trump. Not even Donald Trump thought it was going to be Donald Trump at this point in the race when there were still that okay. many people on the— I mean, on, I, think he, I think he had an idea. No, and he, I, mean, he, I really believe, uh, I think it was Comey who wrote the book that said he was tripping out the night he got Yeah, let's it. believe that guy. Well, no, because he's got the reason, that's the one thing he would tell the truth about, in my opinion, but that Trump was having a total freakout going, oh my gosh. Was he there? I, yeah. Why was he with Trump on the, when Because he at that time, he, you know, this is before the, uh, remember all these why investigations would, why started. Would, why would the FBI guy be hanging out with uh, it him? Wasn't Comey. Who was, I got to remember who it was. It wasn't Comey. Uh, but remember back in the early days, you just assume that your intelligence and law enforcement agencies are on your side. So there was a while, while during the transition yeah, period, know. where you sounds have these about, people It sounds like a drama. Are you reading the Political People magazine again? Yeah, it sounds like a Grisham novel from time to time. So. But seriously, that they can take a look at right now, you've got to really shine. you got to start saying the things people want to hear. And I'm thinking a lot of people don't want to hear about this, like, for instance, free Medicare. And that's a different topic, because I've been helping my mom with her her medicines and stuff like that, her, her doctor's issues. And Medicare is just raking her over the coals. It's just astounding. People think you get you know Medicare for all, it's free, everything. Absolutely not. My mom is having to pay significant premiums. And out of this world, there's this 
medicine she has to take to survive. Literally, she stops taking this. She's she's going to die. She has to justify it every year, and it takes about six months to justify. So in the meantime, you got to pay full price, which is six hundred bucks a pop for this. And she just you know we should all just accept, and when our time is up, it's up. Oh, he went there, but yeah. So people, the Medicare for all is being sold as that's a. What, they wouldn't they agree? That's what they tell you. Time's up. Well, that's pretty much what that's it a is. New, that's the new pen. Time's. <clears throat> Yeah, it's, it's going to sound horrible, but because my dad passed away, um, my mom can afford to keep living. If if he were still alive, there'd be an issue with that. They'd probably be having to live with me. So you, you know, so just, you're a Warren fan, then? Is that what you're trying to tell me? I'm absolutely not a Warren fan. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I know the I know the debates were last night, and I know they've been causing a lot of tw- uh, hashtag trendings and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it seems that CNN kind of botched this. The, the debate quest- again. Well, yeah, the, the question where uh, Warren's camp, Elizabeth Warren's camp, is saying that once upon a time, Bernie Sanders told her a woman can't win in 2020. So it's very misogynistic. Well, Sanders is saying this absolutely, I ne- never said this. And so in the debate, he was asked about it. Did you say this? He said, absolutely, positively not. I did not say this. The moderator then turns to, Liz, to someone saying, well, how did you feel when he said this? And it's like... How it, did she respond? The response is, is immaterial, the fact that the, the moderator was just told he didn't say it. And so right then, basically, the moderator called him a liar right there when he said, I didn't say that. And then you, it's me asking you, uh, Dick... Well, no, I mean, they're on autopilot. They're puppets, man. Come on. Well, that doesn't help the the argument. Really, should I, you should argue at Adam up in the control booth who's writing all the questions down for the teleprompter. No, that would have been Hillary. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good joke or not. That's not a joke. No. <laughs> I don't know. Well, okay. Well, I, I think uh, folks want to chime in on that one. They can. I don't really care about that stuff. So yeah, I mean, Sean, it's, it's Sean gets riled up because he's such a big Bernie Sanders fan. He's like, why would they do that to my, <laughs> my friend? My poor Bernie. They're going to give him and, another heart attack. And uh, yeah. That's what kind of surprises me is the man literally had a heart attack, not like a heart murmur or went in because he had a, you know, a thing. Dude had a coronary. He had a heart attack, yeah. and he's now like the front runner. That just kind of... Well, says to me, you got, uh, as you kind of said at the beginning, an old white guy, and I'm going to add in, with significant health issues, is their front runner. And I well, think they, it's a lack well, of Well, you really should someone... be playing at whoever the VP is. That's who you should care about. Yeah, right. Vote, that'd be a great vote for the VP, uh, because he's going to die. Well, that's good. Let's say one of these people, Sanders or Biden... Very likely. Well, realistically, he's get the say say uh, Bernie Sanders win. I mean, only look how old he is because he. You I mean he can go for eight years, right? Up to yeah, yeah. yeah so to, yeah. let's see how old he is. He's seventy eight. Man, he'd be really old. I mean, he'd be eighty uh, eighty six mm-hmm. by the time. So, well, also assuming when his uh, birthday is, it could be eighty seven. Yeah, because remember you I mean, assume the presidency on. In the beginning of January. But then again, all the drugs we we were giving rich people, like you never know what they're doing. This is true, but I just feel I th- that... Well, I always find it funny that people always talk about, especially with people running for politics and it comes to the gap of wages. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, Bernie Sanders has more than one house. You know, and like, I go, well, it's kind of strange that we have to look at that, but then that is very true. If you have more than one house, how does that really work? 
Well, if you have more than one house, but you're telling people they're not being taxed enough or they need to give more money, um, uh, I need well, to— Well, he's telling everybody. He's just saying well, they're no, rich his, people. His platform is that. But again, to, to wail—it's like the actors who wail on the 1%, but they make more money than anyone else. It's it's disingenuous. At well, best. that's why I love the the Bloomberg's and that that other dude who's a bi- a million billionaire running. It's just kind of like, man, I don't understand what the strategy here is for you, man. Because we've been told for the past you know f- almost four years to hate rich people, and now you're one of the most wealthy people. And that's why the- we kind of um, and you know you look at the Obamas just bought this multi multi million dollar property in in Martha's Vineyard. Yeah. Which is probably you know, gated. Where they shot Jaws. Well, probably well, got some guards. Like, but again, it's the optics because you buy beachfront property as you're saying, "Oh, and global warming, this is going to be underwater in the next five years." No. But you just spent. We're well, just giving ten- into hysteria. It's typical Sean. You just give into that <laughs> stuff. Speaking of your neighbors, uh, what's going on with the Megan Megan uh, Merk? What's it? Megan Megan Markle is that her name? And Prince Harry. Yeah. So I, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie about this i have no idea what why this was coming up on my the way i consume news because they kept talking about what she said but i can never find what the actual source uh-huh. of what was said this is off the british tabloids like the sun so did she go out and make a statement like a written statement on twitter or something no did I miss? but the paparazzi remember this is the same paparazzi that essentially killed princess diana within their fervor to get the, get the I story mean, you can't really I mean, that's a huge. Yeah, they were chasing the limousine because was it the same people taking pictures? Not, it wasn't Bob the photographer, but it was the same uh, publications, the same mindset. The get the get the shot, get the story at any cost. The paparazzi in England is really in Europe is just really unbridled. It's staggering to see, and I I felt for Princess Diana because she was nineteen when they got. Engaged. Well, the reason I bring this up is I feel like something happened, and I don't know what it was, but we're now we're just talking about it as if it did happen. What did happened? she just say? Like, hey, I'm out of here because there's well, too no, many they, people they issued, taking pictures of me. They issued a statement saying that they were going to, for reasons unknown, they were going to step out from being senior members of the royal family. That, uh, okay. Now that really doesn't. What does that mean? Again, it was vague enough. Now, uh, King Edward abdicated the throne for Wallace Simpson. So he said, because of my love for this woman, I'm abdicating the throne. That got King George in, his brother, and King George died, and his daughter Elizabeth took over, and that's how the queen is. And the queen was like, always hated Edward and Wallace Simpson, uh, King Edward and Wallace Simpson, saying, basically, you killed my father. But here's the thing, if it, Edward hadn't abdicated, George never would have been king, and she'd never be queen. So it's kind of this, well, you're kind of you love this drama stuff. Well, is the queen's like you know she banished Wallace Simpson from from England. You killed my father, but it's like you're doing this as the queen, and the only reason you are the queen is because this happened. Yeah. So, um, the British popery, uh, paparazzi. Uh, for instance, the queen does this annual Christmas message. It used to be on the radio. Now it's on TV. And this most recent one, you had pictures of the families all you know all yeah. around her, except for Harry and and Meghan. And it could have been an oversight. It could have been a spanking. Who knows? I mean, did she, didn't she just, verbally say something to them? Well, no. The queen doesn't really get involved in the day-to-day. I'm pretty sure she said something on the thing, saying, like, I want to say a special whatever to oh, oh, in that my context. grandson. Oh, yeah, that context. Yeah, but again, the British paparazzi. I feel like y'all are reading, yeah, reading reads way too much, way into, too much into it. But here's the thing. Meghan Markle Sounds like came, you should be a paparazzi. Came in, no, thank you. Meghan Markle came in with a lot. I don't want to say scandal because that's a heavy word, but I mean, she's a TV star, I guess you can say, TV personality with a really screwed up family. 
you know, between her father and oh. her sister and, and everything else. And so you didn't have the fairy tale. Now, William and Kate, you know, that's the Charles and well, Diana new generation. Because you know more about the structure of the royal family. Are you allowed to do anything yeah. while in the royal family? Like, for example, say she wanted to continue acting. Was she, which, like, if you're married. That's where the queen says, no, pretty much. And that's, that was the like, queen's say, biggest problem with prin Princess Diana. Princess Diana says, I want to, you know, do nonprofits and, and you know, combat AIDS and stuff like that. And it's like, I feel this like is that not would how be a queen's perfect supposed to act. For that. But, like, the acting thing I can see because you don't want to be, you, I can see, like, her getting a role that might be seen too sexy or something. And She's a duchess. Duchesses don't. Don't, don't be sexy. Yeah, basically the uh, the closest one we had to that was Catherine Oxenberg. Um, she was a duchess or a countess, I believe, who was on the TV okay. show Dynasty. I'm having a better understanding of uh, it. So she's an actress, but yeah, for the British royal family, name me a British member of the royal family who who's a TV or movie star who does anything. Who's who's you know besides being in the military. Well, I think the Queen has been in some movies. Uh, no, those are impersonators. Well, I'm pretty sure she's been at least they go one to, movie. They go to Queens R Us and uh. Well, no, I, I was just curious about that because that is something that I no, I guess no one really knows the rules of. Because when you meet somebody and you're like dating, and it's like, oh, by the way, once we get married, you're gonna have to just stop what you're doing, and you're not allowed to do anything. And that that's how it happened to Diana, which caused the big kerfuffle and the unhappiness. And well, many things contributed to that. But with this, Megan went in with eyes wide open. I. I don't know. So if it's basically, a good what you're telling me thing. is, if you meet a royal, just be the mistress. There you go. That's what you're telling. That's what I'm hearing. There you go. But see that what happens is Wallace Simpson was well. She wasn't the mistress so much. Edward was married, but she was an American divorcee, and King Edward fell in love with her. And they said you can't marry. You can't come to the UK anymore. Yeah. You, well, she's still banned. No, she, or no, she's probably dead. No, no. She was finally. You no, know, she 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 has passed away. Um, but it did take a long time for the Queen to allow her to come back in. Um, do they put like posters up of her? Like, how do you know? Oh, you mean well, Wallace Simpson was a person that did not have an entourage. So you uh, know, you come one of those people, one of those rich people. Yeah, that's when you know you she's made. She's married it. to have, a former king of England. She's going to have. That's how you determine how wealthy people. Are. Like, how many people follow you? And now people can say social media. Oh, I have two million. Yeah, right. I so. I agree with you on that one. I think the entourages and the posse's are just out of control. Well, I think it's interesting that, especially when you work in a position that you have an assistant, and you've definitely been working in that position for more than several years, you have a different lifestyle than most people. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things I love about those typical B-movies that's about, you know, like a girl finding her courage, but she always has, like, an assistant that's, like, literally hand and foot wherever she wants wants to go. And it's kind of like, oh, uh, that's not normal. That's not how real jobs work. Well, I love every rom-com, especially during... um the Hallmark Christmas movie yeah. season because eight times out of ten the woman is a, uh, a like a magazine reporter yeah or you look at uh, Sleep is in Seattle and I used to be a magazine editor and I tell you you don't get paid beans for that it's the perks that you, yeah. you know you can get backstage at any concert you want you can get wonderful dinners it's a lifestyle high, job yeah but it's not a paycheck job so you have these <clears throat> okay I'll give you 24 hours to go find the story here's your ticket to Baltimore to good no, luck no you're, you're stuck at your desk and it's like and here's this the is assistant what... that will always help you out yeah. whenever you need and that so is Hollywood yeah and that's when that's that's what... as realistic as being able to punch someone on the jaw and 
they go unconscious immediately and your hand's not broken. Because, I mean, even if you do have an assistant, just commit to it. Just call him a butler. And, like, you know, just call him... What was that? I forgot there's some movie that's, like, he had an assistant and he just called him Alfred. And it was never... Like, the, the name was never oh, yeah. known. He or just Jeeves made, he just made yeah. it up. But, uh, no, that's pretty funny, though. Anyway, uh, I want to talk about this local news stuff here in Montgomery County. Uh, the two Randalls in the Woodlands are closing, and I'm very yes. glad. Oh, Randalls is horrible. My friend, you and I are about to, you know, we're going to throw down the Out of all the grocery chains, it has to be on the bottom of the list. Why? Because the fact that if you're not a Randalls card member, so, they huh? they rob you. Well, but I am a Randalls card member. That's the thing. It does, it's not that hard to. So it's probably it's the worst grocery store to go to off the fly. Like if you're visiting yeah. from town. And you're like, oh, hey, I'm going to come in. And I'm like, oh, I'm stopping at my uh, great-grandmother's house. Let me go by Randall's. You're going to spend like 20% more just because you're not a Randall's right. card member. Now, I'm not happy, although I'm a big fan of capitalism. And the whole thing is that if you price yourself out of the market, you got to pay the penalty, which is what which, happened with Randall's. I mean, that's exactly probably why. But I'm. this is why I'm, I'm thrilled about this, A, personally, because I, I love, you, you've seen me, I love seeing how much discounts I can get with my apps. Well, that's probably why you go to Randall's, because they upcharge their stuff so much, yeah, so it makes even, it look like you're saving no, so much. Even empirically, when I'm done, I save more than I would at so I feel like you've been cheating I, your own game by shopping at Randall's. <clears throat> no, because even then, you'll you'll see the finished price, and it's still lower than what I would have gotten it at H-E-B or Kroger's. I don't know about that. Here's my biggest issue. Um, according to the Woodlands Township Charter... Every because the the village is an unincorporated uh, sorry the Woodlands is an unincorporated township of several villages, Sterling Ridge, Grogan's Mill, Alden Bridge. You mean on the Colts they they yeah, develop exactly. out there. Each village has to have its own shopping center. Each shopping center has to have a, a, a what's called an anchor store. Uh, a main like a pharmacy or something, or you mean like an eye? Place? No, like like where you can get anything you need. A grocery store. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, oh, shopping center. Okay, I understand what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. So uh, the, one of the the two Randalls, the one one's in Panther Creek Shopping Center, and one's in Grogan's Mill Shopping Center. And I go to the one on Gro- I go to both of them, but I primarily go to the one on Grogan's Mill. Okay. Now, by charter, once they're gone in mid February, someone new's going to have to move in. It's it's not going to get turned into twenty four hour fitness. By charter, a grocery store has to be there. So okay. who's to you know? So the Kroger's going to suddenly magically show up, or Trader Joe's, or HEB, or whomever, and I mean, people are going to magically start coming? No, it's they can market themselves better. They can lower the prices just to because Randall's home office said we're closing these five stores in total, so we can concentrate on the seventeen that are left. Now I survived Safeways going away. I survived Albertsons going away. Eckers. Well, I think HEB is just too powerful. And I'm not an HEB fan. That's I hate. Well, wait, I think you're one out of like two that yeah. don't like HEB, but everyone else is like they're they're fanatics. And I know I'm in the minority for that. I'm a I'm a Randall's boy all through and through. I'll miss the people that I work with. It, uh, the, that I that that work how, there. do you really think you work with them? Yeah, when, right. Is that how involved you are with Randall's? Hire me, Randall's. Let me. No, you me. just they're like oh, it's my but best friend over there, there in Delhi. And I actually got upset because I saw you know they're doing the whole inventories having to go. So the parking lot's full and people are roaming the aisles. I'm like, where the hell were you people two weeks ago? Yeah, they didn't want to pay the high prices and because they didn't want to be a Randall's deal. Yeah, and that's how Randall's, they relied too much on the people like me who did do the the card and the, the click-to-you app uh, because that's what Kroger's doesn't have and H-E-B doesn't have. 
Um, so I think Kroger had a card. No, they have a card and they have an app, but it's terrible. And it, you know, Kroger used yeah. to send out every month a, a list of per, uh, personalized coupons printed out just for you, and they don't do that anymore. So H E B is just taking over the grocery. They world. are indeed. Now, yeah. Mrs. Kippy's happy about that. She used to work for H E B many, many, many. And then Aldi's many, many is something I hear a lot about. Aldi's, I don't, I've never been. Aldi's is interesting. It's, it looks it's like set a, up on a corner store. Well, it's a of... European grocery store style. So there's no frills. You got to bring your own bag. If you want to use a shopping cart, you got to do a 25 cent deposit and get your 25 cents back. It's it's like a Sam's Club for everyday shopping. Okay. You know, Sam's Club, you go, you get, you know, the, the 100 roll of toilet paper you or something. Your supply of all your Exactly. Aldi's products. is more of a, well, because now I shop European style. I go to Randall's or whomever about three or four times a week. I only buy what's on sale and what I need, and that's how I load up. You know, if, if they have, you know, there's something, buy one. Sh- Sounds like you didn't shop enough at the Randall's Man, I did the best ago. I could. But Randall's have deals like, you know, buy one chicken uh, thing, get two free. Or buy, you know, this that's if you're a Randall's pack. member. If you know, no, you no, actually had to pay more no, to that get was less. For, no, that's for everyone. Yeah, Car- pay more to get less. No card. That was all. their motto. If you didn't have a <clears> card, that's why. That's what I was understanding about Randall's. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Yesterday, I went shopping and I literally saved forty eight percent. They they do it now with like. Now I can guarantee you that, that I saved seventy dollars. I know that if I'd gone to H E B and ordered and gotten the exact same stuff, I would have paid more, much more. I don't know about that. Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, they I. Because what drove me nuts is the first, like the only time I've really been there. I've been there twice because when I went to go visit uh, Holly, she had a Randall's right down the street. So I go over. She had Trader Joe's and that. Mm-hmm. And every time I go over there to pick up milk, like I'm talking like three or four items, my bill was always like thirty eight dollars. And I was like, why is it so expensive here? And I started looking at it, and the lady's like, oh yeah, you have to be a Randall's member, and you'll you'll save X amount per item because we because that's the way it is. And it turns out they just mark up everything. If you're not, they punish you for not being a member, instead of having you know a welcoming message. They just want to charge you more. Sorry, man. Place oh, sucks. I'm I, glad I, it's closing. I'll get over I'm it. I'm glad it's closing. You're just trying to pick a fight, aren't you? Hey, uh, so we had a comment from listener Alan. I hope he's still online. Um, Alan uh, said that Bernie Sanders must be an amazing person to have had a heart attack. He's still leading the polls. I can't argue with that. What at polls all. is he leading? People say it all the time, but there's like ten well, polls that have everyone you, else you leading different take, ways. You know, so Sanders and Biden are the top two. Right now, but the fact is that he did have a heart attack. I mean, that shows a passion. Sanders is in it because he believes in it. I mean, I can't fault Sanders. I, I politically, I don't agree with Sanders at all. I'm he probably shops at Randall's, but <laughs> uh, no, uh, Bernie probably. Well, I don't think Bernie shopped at a grocery store in decades, but it would be Aldi's. Um, do you think they pass on those savings that you, you cause to all their employees? You mean they get paid less because I do yeah, all the coupons? Sounds I like I don't care. Sounds like you save as so much money. As long as I save the money, I don't care what happens to anyone yeah. else. Uh, but no, so for this Alan, food ain't going in their mouth. Alan, if you're listening, I I absolutely agree with you that you know for him to have had a heart attack, lesser men would have said, you know, I'm out. I got to look out for my health. Appreciate it. Uh, that he's still in the race. And what are the primaries? Uh, primaries are in a uh, couple months. February. Okay. Yeah, it's gonna heat I up. Believe. It's gonna be fun. February, February, oh shoot, February, May. It's going to be one of those you know, two. You know, speaking of people cheating and stuff, let's talk about May, the, May, May, let's May, talk May. about the Astros. Yeah. I really wish they lost their World Series because just to see the meltdown of they, everybody. They did lose the World Series. 
No, I'm talking about their ring from 2017. Oh, the, the first one. From the cheating oh, scandal. Oh, you mean that they lose their... Well, the thing is... Because I, I don't think it's ever happened. In sports, all you got to do now, now, if you're caught cheating, hey, you still won, but we're going to put a little star next to your name. So you, Is that no, what they did? Is that what they ended well, up doing? Well, that's what happened. From what I understood, their real punishment was they, they basically didn't get their first-round draft picks for a couple years. Yeah. First or second. This is the this is And the then Crane, of Jim the Crane, was decided to fire them. <laughs> he didn't have to fire them. He decided to fire him. So if I so I did some research into this because I remember when this first came out, we talked and I'm like, what's the deal if you can see and apparently what the as you pointed out to me, what the Astros did is they had someone or someone's out in the Well, the they stands. just monitor science sign stealing. That's all they did. They monitor it. But it's from the they had someone out in the stands on an electronic device and that was feeding into the, the bullpen. That's what made it illegal. If if they were just if they'd just been able to spot from the the bullpen the signs and I had some people going okay what do you think this one means it would have been fine you, you know so and, I, and i'm here i'm hearing so many people this is what cracks me up well everyone does it it does if it's like well i'm not gonna pay my taxes i'm not gonna let it you know well, if I, no one pays their taxes it's okay if enough people don't pay their taxes, everyone does it well what, what interests me about the, the their scandal is who was involved because it sounded like it was so low budget in a sense of like the people, like it wasn't like everyone had earpieces in and everyone was no, on the same someone page. Someone with their Samsung phone unless, or something. Uh, well, unless everyone was on the same page, streaming. everyone was just lying about it. Yeah. And, and that's one thing I always wondered because it's kind of like our whole team. I mean, that's why I think like why why don't they punish any of the teammates? So it because on if, who? Well, no, they didn't punish anybody. They just punished the coaches. That's all it was. The two coaches. So if it was like a huge band of brothers kind of thing where they decided, hey. You know, why don't we try this? Let's see how we can just push the boundary of see how we can do sign stealing. I, but I don't think the team at large did that. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's one thing that kind of confuses me because can you imagine being, you know, Joe over here who's like the lowest paid Bob player? The yeah, he's the lowest paid player. Doesn't really know what's going on. Not friends with anybody. He got called up from the minors. He's like, who keeps banging, banging that trash can? Like, what's going on? And then it's like, that's kind of random, whatever. You know, weird team. And then that's it. Like, how does he never, like, no one ever told him or, like, he never encounters it? It's sad that you have to do that. It's, uh, I actually watched this documentary not too long ago about, uh, uh scandals and game shows. Yeah. <clears throat> and there was one, there was the big British Who Wants to Be a Millionaire scandal where the guy had a plant in the audience and the guy would cough on the right answer. And it's funny how, how easily it started falling apart. Yeah. And there's this one bit where, the, the the guy on the hot seat was getting it wrong, and he's like, "I really think it's this one," and there was no way the guy could cough to to let him know he's on the wrong answer. So you hear him go, "No," and it's, it's really funny. So there's that one, and then there was another guy on what's the game show Joker's Wild, where it's like money, money, money. You, you yeah, the thing he'd figured out just by watching it on TV that there were like only six patterns on the the flashing lights, and that you could pretty much guess when you'd hit a big thing. He didn't cheat. And so yeah. they said it was a scandal. It's like, well, no, it's really not a scandal because no one actually cheated. And he got to keep his stuff. He got to keep his stuff. But so there's a difference between if I'm on the field and I see signs and I figure out, hey, I think well, this there's means- an Astro fans outside. I know Royce over here is an Astros fan. And uh, we're going to get them into the studio. They're here. You want to take a break real quick? Yeah, let's take a break. All right. We're going to take a break here on Lone Star Community Radio with Dick and Skippy in the mornings. Stick around. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. we got some comedians coming in. We'll be right back. Here we 
Business Office Cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Are you one of those who feel that life is too short to drink bad coffee? Then come to Beanfunk Coffee. Beanfunk Coffee is open with two locations. Whether you're in downtown Conroe or historic Montgomery, we have the best fresh brewed and specialty coffee, delicious pastries, and courteous staff. Come visit us at 330 North Main Street in Conroe or 401 College Street, Suite 170 in Montgomery. Visit BeanpunkCoffee.com to see our complete list of special events. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com slash sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your question. Get seen on TV or YouTube and heard on our podcast, FM, and internet radio. Sponsor your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. Is there someone you know who is hooked on vintage aircraft? Follow the commemorative Air Force and its fleet of World War II planes, including the mighty B-17 Flying Fortress Texas Raiders, which is based in Conroe, Texas. Texas Raiders tours locally and all around the United States, offering the public a chance to put their hands on aviation history. What could be a more perfect gift than a flight on a historic B-17? Taking to the sky on the iconic bomber is an experience that will never be forgotten. For the touring schedule, reservations, or more information, go to b17texasraiders.org or call 855-FLY-A-B-17. This is Rick, TRC. Every Tuesday on my show, Afternoons with Lone Star, from 3 to 7, I play back-to-back classic rock hits. That's right. I like to call it a two-for-Tuesday or a three-for-whatever it is you'd like. Call the request line, 936-647-3776, or message me on Facebook, Afternoons with Lone Star, make a music request. That's right. You can do it. Here's what else. Go over to our website, IRLoneStar.com. Get the app on your phone. It's easy. You'll like it. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question, comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station on IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Does your company have needs that can be met by an employee who is dependable, hardworking, enthusiastic, motivated, cooperative, respectful, and punctual? 
Conroe Independent School District Special Education Department can meet your needs by connecting you with potential employees that have been preparing for a lifetime of employment. We have numerous individuals seeking paid and unpaid work experiences. If your company is interested in seeing how we can meet your business needs, call Conroe ISD Special Education Department to find the best employees for you at 936-709-7671. Hey y'all, it's DJ Mike from Dan Simon, Texas. Join me Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. as I count down the top 10 Texas Red Dirt songs that are packing the dance floor. I'll be featuring local artists and the story behind the hits, shows in the area, as well as new songs that make you want to dance. It's Dance Simon, Texas with DJ Mike on Lone Star Community Radio, 104.5 KCZW and 106.1 KZCC, Conroe, Texas, or online, IRLoneStar.com. Welcome back. Dick and Skippy in the mornings, 9.50 on the dot in muggy downtown Conroe. 71 degrees outside, going to get up another 5 degrees to 76. Uh, cloudy all day and all night and get some fog coming in. Be careful in the fog. Dick, have you been riding the fog lately? I don't. That sounds like a drug. I've been riding the fog. <laughs> the way you said it, it was like a... I don't want to say yes to that. <laughs> but you don't want to say no. I don't want to say no because I don't know. Maybe. You know, you know, I don't like to be a liar. This is true. But yeah, I've been stuck in the fog a few times and it's pretty gnarly. So be careful out there, peeps, if you don't know about them. And please turn off your bright lights in the fog. Have you noticed those? those yeah, they're probably all shop at Randall's. <laughs> yeah, right. No, we Randall's, we know when to turn on our brights. It's those Kroger sons of guns that <laughs> do it. I don't shop at Kroger's either. I don't shop at all. I'm old school. Who My does, wife does everything. I was about to say, who does the grocery shopping in your family? <laughs> My you, wife. Do you check the uh, like the receipt to make sure she didn't overpay on no, something? I don't worry about that stuff. You do because you just I trust you her. make it rain, do you? I trust her. You trust her? Yeah, okay. but she eats like this much food, so I'm not really worried about overspending on she's, her. She's a, she's a skinny little thing. So. She's looks so she does look so much like Meghan Markle though. I think they could swap each other out for like a day. Yeah, like you know, like the Prince and the Popper thing. They could swap roles for a day. You could hang out. Yeah. You could go bowling with Princess Megan, Duchess Megan, and and Holly. Could well, be I think that's what freaks out people with... out when they see celebrities and things like that. They don't really know the height or the real weight of them, and then especially with ladies, because you don't really know how tall Sigourney Weaver is until you see Sigourney Weaver. Six one. Yeah. Well, I mean, like you don't really know what that looks like until you see her. And I you're know like, what oh, six one looks giant. like. Yeah. Yeah, but you everything. I just think, like, especially a lot of female actresses are very short, and people don't. And Tom Cruise, like, if you saw Tom Cruise, why well, you probably wouldn't believe that'd be Tom Cruise. Yeah, he's an inch taller than I am. Yeah, I'd be like, who's that guy? He's Tom Cruise. That's some old gymnastics dude. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's always fun meeting. Uh, so, who's, who's in the studio? We got special guests. Yeah, we do. Apparently, we got some comics and people who think they might be funny in the studio. So, I got Royce. John, John, and Adam here in the studio, and I did that from memory. So give me a round of applause here. Hey, hey what's up, everybody? And Hi, so hello, apparently, everyone. you're you're three. Am I getting this right? Just homeless, destitute guys that Dick took pity on. Said, "Why don't you come in the studio for some hot coffee?" And, and correct, come he out of the said, uh, weather for an hour. He said that y'all had some pretty good coffee here, so we decided to yeah, he roll lied. on up. No, it's Bean Punk Coffee, one of our awesome sponsors. Yeah. so we love Bean nice. Punk. I'm gonna be at uh, Bean Punk. You know, they do that 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 uh, YouTube. A show with uh, Leo and Tina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to be their guest today. 
Oh, at cool. two o'clock. Well, give us a shout out. I might. I might. You just got to get off Randall's back. Well, they're closing for a reason, Sean. Yeah. Because they suck. No, it's because. You guys like you Randall's? Know, uh, you know what I, I say? I'm an HEB guy. Yeah, See, I I'm telling you, like, HEB's way, it's taking Kroger, over. Not Kroger's. It's, there's no okay. S. Well, if you shop at more than one, then it's Kroger's. Well, then if you're talking about it. <laughs> but in but now, if, if Bob Kroger had found it, it's his store, so it'd be Kroger's. Part. But yeah, I see. I got properly called The only reason I say this is because I got very corrected by my sister in law the other day. I was like, this is some. This is a very white conversation. <laughs> I don't know. Like, this is. This yeah, like, I, I, <laughs> when you guys start talking about Randall's and Kroger, I was like, y'all don't go to Food Town at all? Yeah, I don't do food town. Fiesta? Fiesta? We're ever having a fiesta is like prowess in the back. Like, cause I remember fiesta being a big shopping place. They are. Like they're, they're just, years ago. Uh, they're not in the suburbs. No, they're true, off of 1960. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm still off 1960. They're actually off of veterans. There's a Randall's by my yeah. house. Well, I know because what threw me off one time. I, I wanted to go. My buddy lived over in the Heights, and I go, "Oh, cool! You have a fiesta. Fiesta. It turns out to be it's a liquor store." <laughs> but Fiesta, Even like better. Fiesta uh, owns yeah, a liquor yeah, store. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was really cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So you, usually next to the actual the, the actual store. It's yeah. like, yeah. like the Kroger gas yeah, station. Never, yeah. Yeah, like I, I Costco, Costco has that now. But I wonder how they regulate that. Oh, where they had sell liquor. Costco? I think it's just like, like a, the bottle like the gate lift. Like you, like you always see those well, ones on the wine bo- Yeah, that's where you buy like those giant champagne bottles. That's where they come at. Mad Dog That would be awesome. It's a joke. John, John, Jesus! Oh, I'm about to say they that. really have those things. Well, hey, I don't go to Costco except for the wonder, hot dogs. I always wonder where you buy those bottles. <laughs> I haven't been to Costco in a while. Yeah. So, what's your guys' story? How do you how do you know Dick, and what makes you think you're funny? <laughs> uh, so, uh, amuse me, Dick, make me, me laugh. Dick, right me now. and Dick met back in uh, high school. Long years. time ago. He is uh, went to college in high school with my cousin, mm-hmm. uh, Andrew. And uh, so we you just kind of moment there. Yeah, I was like, well, <laughs> I was like, should I say his name? I was like, yeah, say you thinking say about his name. Just make up a name. No one's gonna like, uh, <laughs> His name is Bobby. Um, but yeah, we, st- we that's when we kind of started knowing yeah. each other, and then just hung out with each other off and on throughout the years because they went to college together. So I would come into Abilene. I was going to uh, Lubbock Christian University. He was going to. Were you at ACU mm-hmm. also? Yeah. So he was going to Abilene Christian and. Anytime me and uh, Andrew needed to come back down to Houston, I always stopped in Abilene before I came back down to Houston. So we partied a lot together in yeah. college. So and I saw you got your you're doing uh, comic or com- what do you want to say comedy? comedy. <laughs> uh, and I wanted to before we get going, I want y'all each to tell people like where to find y'all because okay. I put like your Instagram and stuff on our descriptions. Yeah, yeah. But are y'all got upcoming shows? Or yeah, something like we that? do. We got uh, so. Here, I'll let you do... I'll let John, well, I'll, John, or Adam, go ahead. Yeah, uh, so there's going to be a show on Thursday, January the 23rd at Black Jack's Bar and Grill. Uh, so that's 16103 West Little York Road. Uh, so it's going to be a fun show, you know, uh, Three dollar. It's gonna be tequila Thursdays, which Woo! should be fun, right? Yeah. Three dollar Jose Cuervo, six dollar Patron shots, and you know they'll be grilling up steaks. It's also steak night, so and it's a free comedy show. Yeah. So steak moves and comedy. Yeah. Man. Shut up and take my money. Yeah. 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 We're all gonna be on, on the show. Down. It's gonna be a fun, uh, a fun night out. You know. So. Yeah. What's yeah. your uh, your personal oh, stuff? Uh, so you can find me on Instagram at Adam M Comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's where you can see where I post most of. My show. Yeah, I think I posted that in the description. So. Be there, so stuff yeah. like that. So, 
Cool. John and, John. Uh, John John, what about you? Uh, you can find me, first of all. I am John John. Everybody calls me John John Ward. Yeah. But we leave I'm the John last John, name but out you can of find it. me on Facebook, actually, at John John Ward. I was about to say on Facebook. And then on uh, Instagram, it's JJ2Funny15. That's two J's, the number two, the word funny, and the number 15. Boom. And uh, like Adam said, we got the show coming up on the 23rd at Blackjacks. Yes. Blackjacks. And then uh, February 13th, we have uh, Crazy Frogs off of 249. Yes. And uh, that'll be... That one I am on. Yeah. On, we're, Royce we're is on, on that we're show. We're all on that one together. Uh, so. Yeah, we're all on that one together. And then we also have Keisha Hunt. That'll be Yeah, there. we have Keisha Hunt. Oh. Oh my god. Keisha, Keisha Hunt. Yeah. Oh my god. Do comedy. She come out. Come out to Black Jack's Bar and Grill because she's an absolute murderer. Yeah. You know she, what I'm saying? So But y'all post all this stuff on your yes, we do. We'll post, post it all, all on our stuff. My uh you can also, find me uh, uh at Royce the One, R O Y C E T H E O N E, or just Royce Moore on just about anything. Yeah. And then we also have, uh, we'll start doing uh, Empire Live out in Katy. Mm-hmm. That'll be every other Sunday. We'll do a show there. Yeah. Uh, either we'll do an open mic so we can give other comedians exposure. Yeah. Or we'll do a set show. What we're trying to do is, as a uh, trio right now, we're just trying to get other people exposed. Because there's a lot of comedians in the city that are good, but they don't get a lot of exposure like everybody yeah. else. Yeah. So we're trying to work out deals where we can get people like us that's struggling. And yeah. Trying to and we, we also <laughs> just recently started an open mic on Wednesday nights. So tonight, if y'all want to come out to Old City Pub, it's a, it's on Stubner Airlines. OCP. Just north, yeah. The OCP. The place is dirty. He thinks so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so is the comedy. So <laughs> it'll be a little bit different than what you're hearing right now. Just yeah. a tad bit. <laughs> it's dirty. But man, it is 275 just about anything. It's also steak night tonight. Okay. Uh, it is open mic. So no. if you've been thinking about doing some stand up, come out. Or if you just okay. want some cheap drinks, come out. I mean, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a blast. So that's one thing I always wondered about, especially the Houston comedy scene. The only place I know on top of my head, there's the Houston Improv. Mm-hmm. But I don't even know if they're, I know they're, they're more of like scheduled acts. They don't do a lot of on, the open mics and stuff like that. Do well, they, they have open mic every Tuesday, actually. Yeah. yeah. And Along then the with secret a workshop, group. like right before it. So yeah, like, like if you like or yeah. have questions or something like that, like every Tuesday, like before the open mic, you can go up there and they'll tell you about like how to make flyers for a show how to like like how to get out of so it's like a your local block, library how to yeah. do what now it's like your local library yeah, yeah exactly about, except for stuff. much dirtier <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the one section that you're not allowed to go to in the, the library filthy That's comedy what this library. Is. are you uh is that the best place for comedy in houston is the houston improv is that where most uh, of the traveling yeah, comics go and things i would like say that? maybe well, the secret, secret group, group downtown secret group i've been there like a uh, Probably like the most busiest place, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Um, that place is really cool. Yeah. yeah. They, it's, it's places all over the city. Like Monday nights, is, you got PJs. But it's mostly bars, though. So, like, when you were <clears throat> telling about your stuff, it's it's pretty yeah. much like you're at a bar. And yeah. it's crazy how kind of yeah, underground it is. Because, like, I've, I mean, I'm not even like a, a year into it yet. And, and I'm just like, man, yeah, like how much, how many places do open mics and stuff like that? Like, man, I didn't well, know this. The, like, I imagine that's the trouble with advertising because when you're doing Houston Improv, you know what you're getting into. Yeah. When you go there every day. That's what. Yeah. That's what's the funny about like a little weird though. They do mostly. It's mostly comedy. Yeah, but they also have avant garde stuff. They do some avant garde stuff, and then and then avant gardens does yeah. strange things too. Yeah, they don't do. I don't think uh, they do the open mic anymore. They stop. No, yeah, avant garden. I think they stopped. Yeah, they that place is weird. Don't go there either. Before they were avant garden, uh, but yeah, because uh, you may have noticed I'm old, so I remember the old school days of, of Houston. <laughs> uh, when, 
with Spellbinders. We didn't. I didn't last notice. Stop. Huh? I didn't notice. I'm sorry. Guys. You yeah. didn't have to notice Adam had to climb up into his stool. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just so excited. I never get to look down at someone. So Adam, I want to thank you. Oh, <laughs> I appreciate this together, it. Listen, man. and any day hey. I can give back, I'm, I'm more yeah. than your sacrifice. Would there you notice. go. As long as everybody. Else so we had like three or four big places in Houston. We yeah. had improv. We yeah. had laugh stop. We had. Well, we had some of the biggest comments. Right, come and, from and like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I think the Marquee Center had like the last vestige of the laugh stop. Mm. And now it seems to diversified where you don't have like the huge. And of course, we have comedy sports for forever and a day. Right. Uh, but now you can hit. It's more accessible. I think you're hitting more places where yeah. it's not a 30 buck cover. Yeah. Um, well, the secret group, like when we went, because Holly lived by there. And they used to do a deal where it would be like open mic or something, and it's like twelve bucks, but you get three beers mm. from yeah. Eighth Wonder, and you get a glass, you know that kind of. They they do a lot of things to bring people in. Yeah, a lot of these open mics just do whatever they can to get an audience. You yeah. know, yeah. that's why yeah. just just being on the radio, I could just be like everybody just go to an open mic. You know, yeah. just because yeah. as a comic, I feel like. Go to an open mic. You're going to see quality comedy there. Yes. You know, you're going to see some bad ones. But when I started going to open mic, I was surprised on how many people were actually really funny, you know? And, yeah. and you know, so much of comedy now is like, you know, Netflix and Amazon. And that's kind of where we see comedy. And it's, I think live comedy is just so much better than like it's a much more production. Raw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of put together. So I don't know. Like, I think whereas I, like I when was... you watch it on like Netflix, it yeah. feels. Like, like you can tell they have planned this yeah. out time, yeah. and, time and time and time and time again. I, I like the open mic too because I respect a lot of those people. Get up there yeah, because it takes a lot to get in front of anybody, yes. no matter if it's two people. Yeah, or well, the audience people. also doesn't know what they're getting. Yeah, right. and, and, that's, that's, and that's, 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 that's the hardest thing because you'll get people who didn't pay for a show to come right. in they're just and be mad. Have a beer. <laughs> They'll be mad because like you're not funny. Well, hey, you <laughs> like, didn't pay this. <laughs> so you got what you you know you got what you paid for, pal. No laughs, no yeah, laughs. I'm unfunny for free. All yeah. Right, so <laughs> and that's what we we're trying to do that too right now with the way we do our Carly, show. Carly, to your right, she can't keep going. Oh, keep going and turn, Carly. She got it. Nope. Sorry, we're trying to help Carly outside. Our <laughs> door. Yeah, let me go but, shut uh, the door. You guys keep talking. Yeah, we, that's what we're trying to do right now because a lot of those comedians, they'll go to open mics every night of the week and they don't get paid anything. So yeah. even if you're a, a comedian and somebody say, hey, come do a spot for me and we'll give you $10. You feel like you yeah. you made a, so much money. Yeah. Off, just because you like made you open for like, somebody. Hey. What's that, 15 minutes? Uh, yeah, probably yeah. about 10 to 15 minutes. I did That's a guest bad. spot down in for Galveston yeah. for John Wessling, who is a very hilarious human being, and... Uh, that's how I found out uh, guest spots don't get paid, you know? So I can tell you this. <laughs> I got my first paid spot go ahead, go ahead. at Jive Barn Lounge, which is another place that yeah. I need to, because I'll be hosting. So Jive Barn Lounge has an open mic every Tuesday, but uh, the third Tuesday of the month is they have a showcase show where they have like a traveling comedian that goes all over the nation to do free comedy at Jive Barn Lounge. Anyway, I'm going to be the host next tuesday so come on out to that yeah um but yeah so that's where i got my on, first guys. yeah we gotta stay busy Do you have a website i need a website i mean we, actually, we post like if you if you follow us on on instagram or facebook actually yeah. follow us all on facebook because that gets yeah. posted not like all yeah. that stuff gets posted because i'm not gonna lie I'm, I'm i'm old like you i don't know how to work websites <laughs> and stuff like that i barely learned how to start oh, doing my social media i'm as old as any two of you put together <laughs> he's, talking hey. about a, he's talking about combining ages over <laughs> I'm talking, here. Yeah. He's talking about i'm talking about mentally I'm done for. so but uh yeah man, i love he just got used to the newspaper man so. <laughs> <laughs> 
What, what are these words on paper? This is weird. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's pulling. He's showing you memes off a of silly putty he pulled off the funny oh, pages. Man, <laughs> he's like, hey, check this meme out. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that was memes. That's cartoon. That's that like that's memes. Cartoon. That was memes back in the day. <laughs> so let's talk about your your comedy styles because you know you have different. Obviously, you're all in stand up, right? Um, but there are different. You know, different comedians have different styles. You got observational comedy. You got so. Yeah. Uh, Kind of for each one, uh, take it in order you want. Yeah. What's your comedy shtick, and maybe what got you into it? Because I, I would think very few people just wake up one Tuesday morning and say, hey, I'm going to put it out there to a highly unappreciative crowd and try to win them over, because there's no screen in between a comic and his audience. You know, talk about it in your it's as literally in your face as you can get. So it takes a lot of uh, uh, courage. I had to yeah. replace the word in my head. To, uh, to do that. So who wants to lead Gumption? it off? Yeah, I got you. Gumption. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. It took me a little while. Like, I always, like, actually, I mean, since I was probably, like, 14, 15 years old, I realized. Last I remember, week. Yeah, I remember, I, like, I remember being, like, that's, that's what I want to do. Like, just, I remember being very young, being very easy to make people laugh. And I was like, man, that'd be really cool if I could do something with that. And I always, like kind of thought acting but i'm also a very lazy person so (laughs) that wasn't gonna work out right so i don't know just over the years you just like finally like you know what 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 do i have to lose so you just i just go and do it but like my my comedy comes from yeah i'm i'm kind of observational with the stuff just around me so i'm married got two kids so I, i talk about that stuff a lot but a lot of my is like stretched truth i would say mm-hmm. you you it it teeters on that line where you're like that's so crazy it could be true but also that doesn't sound like it's true at all so i don't know that's just kind of me that's most comedians yeah but i feel like all three of us are kind of more observational I mean, I'll let y'all answer how you are, but I do think all three of us are observational at the, I think at the base of it. every comedian is a little bit observational, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I mean, I just really kind of started... I mean, I've always wanted to be a comedian since I was, like, younger, and then I just never really pursued it. So, really, it really was just kind of one day, like, yeah. one Tuesday. I remember I was like, you know what, today is the day. I'm going to go hmm. to Boondocks. Was your first at Oh, I was going to see Giants. I was at Boondocks. Okay. So, I, because I, I didn't even know, that was the only open mic that I knew about. So, yeah. I remember the first time that I got on stage, and it was just, it was atrocious, you know? So... <laughs> I had this. What was the joke that I said? I remember the first joke. I Why was would like, you want to tell a joke that you bombed? Well, I don't know because I thought it was funny. You, know? That's hey, okay. you, you got to embrace the bomb. Yeah, you have to you embrace have the bomb. You stand behind your material one hundred percent. Now, gents, right. now go easy on Dick. He doesn't understand the first rule that the more times you tell a joke, the funnier it gets. Yeah, yeah. The, definitely explaining a joke makes it a lot yeah, funnier. Yeah, I was mean, like the oh, first joke I told. It, it, oh, you didn't get it. Let me explain it. I think it has something to do with like. Getting getting married twice is like getting two DWIs or something like that. Like who wants to make it? You didn't learn from the first DWI. Like that was you. Know, but it didn't work, and that's what made me mad. And I was like, don't you hate going to work? The Monday after Game that, of Thrones that, episodes and everybody's talking Game of Thrones. But that was a terrible joke. That one, <laughs> that one actually worked. But that was. I do remember those first awful jokes that I oh, tell. Oh man, but that, I remember. What was you, all right? So you. What I, did, can't, I can't tell you my first joke, but I always wanted to be a comedian, and 
everybody says that. But I either right. want to be a comedian, a lawyer, or a police officer. Since I'm black, when I didn't want to do that <laughs> because I, I'm from LA, and that was they would have been frowned upon. So, and uh, I come from a family with like eight kids, so I couldn't afford law school. So oh I figured I'd play basketball and just do comedy. But I'm stage fright. Still am to this day. And my father used to always tell me, boy, if you don't grow up to be a comedian, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> so when he passed like five years ago, I started thinking about it more because I'm like, okay, if my dad was always serious about what he said, if he's going to kill me, if I don't do this, he's going to come back from the dead and do it. So <laughs> let me really try it. can do it now. He can and, just uh, haunt you. Right? Like I was married at the time. And uh, I told my wife, I said, hey, I want to quit my job and I want to go hard for a year trying to be a comedian. And she didn't support me. So I never did it. And uh, I ended up having two strokes, like a couple of years. So I'm old. I, I had, like how you like say that like yeah, those it was, things. Yeah, it, it was a lot of stress, <laughs> man. That was the reason. Well, we're getting all of it. In yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. I'm trying to spleen replace. Yeah, I'm yeah, trying to, I'm trying to sum it up really quick. But I ended up having two strokes and getting divorced in the process of having it. Yeah, they called me Strokey two times. <laughs> And uh, uh, I heard that. I just thought it meant something different. No, yeah, I, I had two strokes. I was I was half paralyzed on my right side, and I couldn't. I was in a wheelchair. I had to rewalk and learn and everything. That's why I said up here, I'm old, man. I don't. He only so has stanky this, leg on one side. It's not the years. To go yeah. back on Royce, is this stretching the truth? Is that what I'm hearing? No, no this, this is 100 percent true. true. I know. I'm getting yard. In, in the midst of me being in the bed, I, I got divorced, and she took everything. So I was probably where the hell's my wheelchair? Yeah, pretty much. Why'd you take the left side of my body? Hey, no, no no ill will towards her because they always say you kick a man when he's down. There's no other way you could kick me. And she took it all and she left me with the dog in my wheelchair pretty much. At least you got the dog, man. Yeah, you got the dog. Yeah, I come out. I come out and I'm like, man. Looking like Dr. Evil. I can laugh about this or I can kill myself because when I say rock bottom, like zero, I was. Like sleeping Depression on my sister's Depression tends couch. to run rabid around yeah, communities. Yeah. That's yeah, the that, first thing that I learned what, about going yeah. to open mics. And it's a lot of, it's a divorce man club, too. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. It's like a lot of divorce guys. Well, it's never really the, the, the go-to the thing call, right, with a significant other. It's like, what do you want to do tonight? Let's go watch a bunch of people we don't know make jokes. Yeah. And luckily for me, that's where we went to the secret group because my wife was like, yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. But... You know, we weren't married then. Now we're married. I, bar- I guarantee we won't ever get up. Well, you didn't go to one of my shows because you wouldn't have got married. <laughs> That's the first place I, I would have told you the, the truth. Group. That's the first place I went when uh when I was able to get up and walk enough to go. Yeah. yeah. I walked I walked on the stage and like barely got there. And at that point, my nerves was, even now, my nerves, when I get nervous, I start shaking. But mm. my nerves was bad. And you could see me just shaking like this. So I just, I would hold on to the mics. And stare at the ground because if I looked at the crowd, I would fall over because yeah. my balance was off. Mm-hmm. So people would well, come you back should to be like all the other famous comics that just do drugs when they go on the stage. Oh. So they like calms their nerves. I would never touch uh, drugs. Yeah, check. I, know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I would never touch drugs. Just well, water right. for Let's me. Let's talk about creating comedy because comedy is like one of those things where everyone thinks they can do it. Uh, so they, they poo-poo it and one being, oh, get a real job. Same thing with writing or acting where they say, yeah. oh. Well, how hard can it be? And then you throw them in a, an open mic, and they it's only cool. then do it's they learn. I will say this though: whenever you do have a first timer that goes up there and they kill, you're pissed. You're just like, God, I'm not. Like, I'm, not. I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm yeah. surprised, and I'm but happy. I, like, like, hey, that's 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 yeah. good. Now keep working on it because most people will come one time, kill, right. and be like, I'm gonna take a couple of days off. No, and this is like 24 seven. Oh, like yeah. this is what I do. I, I'm I'm disabled. Well, I can't work. So this is what I do. Yeah. And um, Rich Williams told me. If, yeah, I was like, how guy. much do you charge for shows? And he was like, well, I charge different. He was like, what do you do for a living? I was like, I don't do anything. I just, this is what I, so you're a full-time committee. I said, yes. He said, well, then this is your job. 
you have to survive off yes, this right. so you don't work for free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't really work for free. Like I'll go try to. material out for free. Yeah. But like people would be like, oh, can you do this and that? Like you got to throw something because I'm unemployed. Right. Yeah. And so. that's why I think this is a good time to say, come on out to Black yeah. Jack. Come on out to Black Jack. Right. On Thursday, on January 23rd. Everybody, come on out. It's going to be a fun time. So this is a Thursday night show. Yeah. Thursday yeah. night show. There'll be a lot of people Both out on of Thursday. Thursday. Man, our last uh, show that we all did together, I'm not on the Black Jack. The, 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 the Canned Goods for Comedy. The Canned Goods for Comedy. Stop promoting that. Stop promoting I'm not on that ticket. Stop promoting We got a lot of canned goods, too. A lot of corn and green beans. Yes. We did get a lot. One yeah. thing that I've noticed about comedy, and this, I don't know how long, and Sean can comment on this, is the famous comedians almost create a cult. Following. It is very clicky, I would say, yeah. but but also well, at the, the same, fan base, like the, oh, like the ones you oh, yeah, see, you the way that. they Let's... interact with their fans, and then especially the bigger names now, it's like they it, like the reason they're successful is because they cultivated their fan base yeah. for so long. Well, I've heard somebody say, I can't remember who said it, and there's like they were talking about like the steps of comedy and they were like 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 you get to a point where you have such a following that you just have to walk on stage and just be like sup and they're like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean comedy is like, like is niche, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. kind of to you know what I'm saying like more than music. You know, I feel like in comedy, it's kind of, especially my comedy, my comedy is for a very specific type of person, you know, like it's, so it's, it's, it's raw, it, it is raw, but I mean, it's, it's fun for me, that's why I, I do that, but I, um, I enjoy when you're on stage, I, I laugh a lot, <laughs> but yeah, it is, it's funny because they we hear each other's sets all the time. Yeah, and I'll laugh like it's the first time I hear their sets sometimes because I'm well, like, do you that think is the crazy laughing thing like that is good because it's kind of like that first person clapping kind of starts help. the, I will the say whole that. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. after that first laugh, I start to get into a groove, yeah. and then I know kind of where I'm gonna go yeah, with the rest of this go. set. Man, you know, but that so. what was the the last show that we did at Empire Live? We had uh, there was some poets and oh, some bands playing. Man, no. poets are dirty. Yeah, they yeah, were talking about daddy. some nasty oh, stuff, yeah, and I was they, just like, I got, I was like, man, I had ten minutes of material ready, but they gave me another like thirty. <laughs> so <laughs> what made it worse was the showing was okay, but it was uh so more dark. more men in there than anything. Oh yeah, and it was a couple male poets, you know, talking about. Sex. Yeah. You know, we, yeah they, <laughs> we was all, all the guys were staring at the ceiling and <laughs> not trying to look at each other's faces because it was that kind of poetry. I was like, like, how much time? We had how guys long walking out. Yeah. And you got guys walking out smoking cigarettes. Everybody had just looking down the whole time. And then you got that one weirdo going, hey, I know he's talking about. He's looking around like, hey, don't look at me. That weirdo happened to be a pal of mine that was visiting from out of town. He was like, oh, we going there already, huh? Yes, sir. That's cool, man. So one thing that I enjoy about comedy is you can consume it in so many different ways. Yeah. And like you said, the the, the specials are one way, but going to see it live and now knowing, basically just type in Houston comedy and it sounds like you'll find like 30 places that have open mics. It's like a thousand places. And uh, I mean, I I mean, if you just follow us, we'll be, we'll like a lot of other like stuff that comics like put up about shows and stuff like that. So then it would 
pop up on our wall, and then you'll be able to see it. I mean, there's stuff every single night of the week. I promise you, there's somebody. Facebook friends with a bunch of comics. Your invites go through. Yeah, you're about your event schedule. We're all invited to because we're all trying to get people to come to our shows and stuff like that. So if you're Facebook friends with a comic, they'll invite you to everything. Yes, I feel bad for my Facebook friends. So I just (laughs) just all the time. Come see my show. Come see my show, please. Well, then quit hitting like if you don't. Yeah. What would you say Houston is on the list of comedy stops? Is it something like top five? Because uh, I know L- I know L A and New York are like the it primaries. It's still it's, in, it's, it's the top still, ten. Yeah, it's still I think a, it's still in top. Yeah, it gotta be. Well, it's not that many There's cities that, that many really run. Cities cities New, that you you got L A, New York, Chicago, Chicago too. Sometimes I mean Atlanta, Vegas sometimes yeah. but Atlanta's more Ve- music. Yeah, Vegas, but yeah, Vegas. I just came back from Vegas. Vegas, you're gonna get like. You're not going to get, I mean, I, I don't want to say like, it's, you're going to get more of like in your face showmanship type of comedy yeah. as opposed to like somebody sitting or somebody that's going to be just huge, like a big name. I don't know. That's what I thought for Vegas. But here, I mean, you do, I mean, people come through here all the time. Yeah. Like, wouldn't uh, one of the yeah. Wayans, didn't he just do a show yeah, here just yeah, the other day? Show, uh, well, I know Dave Attell and his, uh, I don't forgot the, didn't Rick, Rick, Rick Ross, George Ron, what's his name, the guy who does the, the roast. Who oh, does the uh, oh, Jeff Ross. Jeff yeah, Ross. they do bumping mics, and they're coming in. Uh, I think shoot February uh, or something. But Dave Chappelle popped up at an open uh, mic a few months back. Oh, I was and at just, Bubba's that and night, and I oh, meant yeah. to you go. Meant to go Rudd's. God. Yeah, that night he I had was just at left. Rudd's that night he did two hours. Yeah, I left. He showed up like an hour so, later. <laughs> they texted me when I got home, and I was and like, then, "Well, I'm at Houston, home now. right?" Yeah, yeah. And that was like a free. So some people went to open mic and got to see Dave Chappelle for free for two hours. And they said it wasn't like. Like he wasn't doing jokes, he was like interacting Still. with the audience. I was that's like, like, that's even best. better. Yeah, like, that's I was the like, best God, that's like a dream he's, for me. He's moved on. He well, doesn't do jokes anymore. If you saw that Netflix special he did, there yeah. was a follow up yep. show I to it that. where yeah. it's like three, three couple months later. Episodes. Yeah. And three. he's and it's again yeah. like the old Carol Burnett interacting. Yeah. Speaking of big names, I don't think Dick knows about this. My my one brush with with stand up. Yeah. Um because I'm a funny guy, but I'm just not funny on demand. You know, so, <laughs> and I got hired. There was this huge thing in, in Albuquerque, New Mexico, the party that my my dad had been a part of. And they're like, we need a new comedian. My dad's like, oh, my, my son's funny. We'll get him. So I got hired to do this. I'm spending months working on the the material. And, you know, I guess it's okay. Just be, I go fly out there. Just before I go on, this lady's talking to me about you know how fun this is every year. She can't wait to see my kind of comedy. I'm like, well, thank you. You know, this is my first time. I'm a little nervous. She's like, oh, it's okay. The, the man that did it last year was a little nervous too, but the second he got out there, he was just amazing. And I was like, oh, that's good to know. She's like, yeah, I can't remember his name. It was a one-name thing. And I said, like, Bob? She said, no, Sinbad. That's who it was. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and now, Sean Thompson. I go on the stage, I'm like, ah, uh, ah. Uh, you know, and that was literally my only, I did the set. What happened they, to Sinbad? What happened to you? Well, <laughs> well man, you don't follow Sinbad. Uh, not, not back in the uh Well, you know, he's talking 90s. to me, not Sinbad, yeah. so I'm not worried he's about it. He's one of my favorite comedians, he was, yes. because he, he, he's a good storyteller, he's crazy, and he doesn't curse. Yeah, he's yeah. very family-driven. And that that's the thing, when it, when it comes to, to comedy, because Dick and I talk about it a lot, I'm disheartened at the state, up until recently, of like late-night comedy. I think nowadays a comedian just thinks they're funny when they walk out on the stage, say, screw the president, drop the mic, and walk yeah. off. Yeah. There's no... 
you can be incisive with your wit, like you know, like a, a rapier, or you can sledgehammer someone over the head. They're they, they're both equally effective, but don't be lazy about yeah. it. Yeah, that is something that I've learned. Uh, and like, it's not like I don't know. Like you'll tell a joke that's kind of like walks the line of something that somebody else has heard, and that's what what I've noticed when doing like some shows is like bigger comedians will come up to me after the show and be like, "Hey, watch that." This he's like maybe Google this joke that you tell. He's like I don't think you I don't think anybody says it that way, but like yeah. check and see. He's like he goes I think it's an idea that some that a lot of people have already had, mm-hmm. which is cool. Is like you learn you learn more about like the writing process and stuff like that just through conversations with yeah. with people. To me though, it's like I might say something and then go to L.A. and say the same joke out there, and somebody I don't even know might come up to be like Hey, I heard somebody tell that joke here. I'm like well everybody. My, yeah, it's a thought There's only so thought many. Puff. Yeah, there's only so many things yeah. I can think of. I just might have thought the same. There's thing only so many DWI marriage jokes. Yeah, <laughs> and I have the best one, by the way. That should have got more laughs at Boondocks. Okay, lay it on us. Lay it on. That was that was the year. That was tell it again. Tell it again. Tell laugh this time. You didn't explain it to him after. You got to explain. You got to explain. In a DUI, it's terrible. So marriage. Can see like it's expensive. You know, like the whole. No, no, y'all still don't get it. I really. It's not gonna ask who the fans are. Because I, for me personally, I think pound for pound, the best stand-up comedian I ever saw back in the day was Dennis Miller, because he was fearless and that he didn't care if, maybe if you're lucky, you got half of his references, yeah. you know. But he wasn't afraid to talk down the audience. Yeah. It's like he disappeared you keep too. up with me. Well, he he became he a got real foot- political. Yeah, well, like, he became political. a football announcer, and he's the first oh, one to yeah, say, well, "I have no idea idiot. why they hired." Yeah, he exactly. said on the air, "I don't know why they hired me for this." They I'm were trying to like. I mean, that was funny. What Pat McAfee's doing right well, now? What about like, that comedian on HBO? Awesome. Do that guy's really political. What's huh? his name? That uh, agnostic guy. Louis uh, C.K. No, he's on HBO. He has a show. Bill Bill Maher. Oh, Bill Maher. Yeah. Oh, Bill Maher. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he claims he's he's a comedian first. Yeah, you become a you become a pundit now. Now but Miller became a conservative pundit, so yeah. you know. That's probably yeah, why I don't that's hear from him. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is, but it's like also having a a Christian comedian. You can have them. You just don't think offhand. They'd be funny, but yeah. actually, you know, I've they definitely can't seen be. some Christian comedians that I I've been it. like, that's like at first being like, I don't think it's gonna be funny, and you're like, sounds this, pretty good. Bob Smiley's funny. Funny. I, 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 I know. I, I tried it because my father is a pat. Well, was a pastor. Mm-hmm. My mother's very much in the church, and she yeah. always wants me to do a show without cursing. I'm trying to. I've I've tried it. I have a lot of jokes about the Bible because I think it's funny, <laughs> but I believe it. I think it's funny. But I they do. come along with curse words, yeah. <laughs> and so I can't really do that at the church. Yeah. yeah. But it's hard. I try to do it, but it's hard because a lot of cuss words slip out. Well, that's I was also doing your it. structure, too. It's more of you do a set when you yeah. do yeah. without cursing, but a lot of people curse in between the jokes. It's, yeah, that's yeah. what I do. <laughs> I remember I was, it was my first ever paid show, and it actually was in my uh, hometown, and my grandma was like, so uh, are you going to be cussing? And I was like, I like skirted around it. I was like, well, whether I do or I don't, the other comedians will be. So take that as for what it is. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I mean, I actually... I'm not always saying, yes, I will. Yeah, I mean, like, basically, yeah, I'm a, I might say something. I probably... I, I'd say I'm probably maybe, like, one of the, the dirtiest between the three, <laughs> the three of, of us. us. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to say you know, you're the dirtiest. It's just because I really just started... Be, it was like... I was like, I'm just going to say some really disgusting Hold stuff on, on and stage. then he walks into my house this morning, and he almost says the curse where he's like, nope, yeah. that's it, I'm not I'm not doing uh, this anymore. No, so I was like, I'm trying to, <laughs> before we go on the radio, but I think I'm in a good Get out of your now. system yeah. beforehand. Yeah. But, 
I don't Should've know. Should have heard him I, in the back seat on the way. <laughs> well, I, did, I, think, I did it too. I just, you know, yell stuff out in the car on the way well, here. Well, I, I imagine that that's what's kind of hard being a comedian when you're doing the open mics and you have a different type of audience depending on where you are. And then it's kind of like that in, in itself changes your act. I remember one time I did open mic at El Canton and I had like this really dirty set and like El Cantone's like a it's family a restaurant. the pizzeria's pizza a pizza restaurant and yeah. like and that's why he doesn't like he doesn't have the mic anymore because because of you well just because, <laughs> because all the comedians all, look all all like, you know, because like, you of gotta comedy do. and I remember I did my my dirtiest set and <laughs> Everybody was staring at me like I had lost my mind. I believe it. But there Pepperonis were four are just people out of their mouths. who are like holding their, their. You know what I'm saying? Kids like I ears? did it. Kids. Yeah, I did it. I did it for them. They were holding their significant the others. Just kind of like and you laugh at this. Yeah. You laugh at this. See the mm-hmm. thing about that's what Cam Tones was. He didn't tell anyone that there would be. He didn't tell anybody this was a family. There, yeah, it was gonna be family, so everyone's coming ready to just drop bombs on the crowd. And when they go in there, they got the biggest bomb dropped on them because I went and sat in the back corner and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to say. Right? There's I bet children I, here. Dude, that's hilarious. I couldn't imagine like sitting there like go, having to go like fifth or sixth. Yeah, that's where you ride on your going like fifth or sixth and watching those first three up there and everybody just like looking away from their bites like. The heck is this guy talking about raping who? Well, that's what like, hey. a lot of establishment owners do. That kind of stuff. They always like, oh, we gotta get more people in here. Let's try something different. Yeah, and then they don't and they realize don't know what people just want to eat pizza, man. They don't want to be told yeah. like the yeah. nasty, Maybe, like, nasty Well, bits. don't go straight to comedy. If you're just trying to get some more people in your restaurant, don't well, go don't to go comedy. comedy. Get, get a little music. Get get a little right, exactly. Go find a guy go, that can play guitar. Something very smooth jazz. <laughs> Jazz flute. <laughs> Comedy might empty the whole room. Would you guys say that places like that allow smoking time. inside hurt? Do uh, sometimes, sometimes. Because I know, I'm like not... OCP, and then especially places out here, they uh, <laughs> he, he thinks every he time thinks someone ice, says OCP, I think ICP. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, that's gross. Uh, but no, like you can smoke. So I always wonder, like you know, when you set up regular things, a lot of people are going like, especially like my wife will be like, no, we're not going there. And that's what sucks yeah, about Conroe. Yeah. Everywhere you go for a bar, it's, it's is, smoke. you're smoking. Yeah, and I would say because this is America. No, I'm <laughs> I, I, I think it does hurt sometimes because yeah. I, hear, I hear people complain, and sometimes the cigarette smoke gets to me, and, and you know I occasionally smoke a cigarette. I was too. about to say so, but it does get. I don't like smoking, but it right. does get to me if it's just an abundance of it, like being in casinos yeah. and in Vegas and stuff. I was like, oh my god, and my clothes came back. And I, like, I do hate how I smell coming home from some yeah. of the bars from time to time. Just like, yeah, because there'd be some great venues even out here in Conroe that right. be good comedy venues, and it's just kind of like I did a show at uh, Southern Star Brewery. And I walk in, and there was a family with like a ten year old girl oh. sitting there. And I remember Jesse Saldana was running the oh, show, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I know what. You, and Tor, uh, Torian was there too. And I was oh, like, no. and I was like, oh my gosh! What like, time Torian, was this at? Uh, it was going to be a later show, but I, man, and I just remember going up to Torian and being like. Hey, is that Stan? <laughs> like pointing to the little well, girl. No, that blows my mind because we, my wife and I go there a lot. And what's strange to me is the people have that perception where they can bring your kids and strollers. <laughs> but then, like past nine p.m., people are like, like one time we, we drove up, we got there around like nine. Dude was stumbling over a bench, and I'm like, can you imagine bringing your family here and like yeah. leaving and like these guys? You can't Next even... up at Chuck E. Cheese, Bob Sackett. Yeah, yeah. Right. Did you, exactly. Did you go Golly. to Cross Brewery to Jesse's show? Yeah, Jesse I was, I was and there. he does a show at a brewery. 
Yeah. Yeah. There's kids there. Yeah. So they, uh, they, so they, they all tell left. The, yeah. the time I went on, like, they tell the people, started. like, oh, this show is not kid friendly. If you want to go, go next door. So they take everybody to, like, a room next door right Everyone here. Everyone just leaves. They're, but they leave the door open. Like, you can hear everything. <laughs> so you still. hear everything that's going on. So, like, halfway <laughs> through the show, after all the jokes they've told that's dirty, somebody gets up and goes and closes the door. And I'm like, oh, now you want to close the door? Really. I was going to say, I think a lot of establishment owners don't think of those things. And then they realize, oh, man, we started this a little too early. It's when our, you know, the dinner time people are coming in. And I, I think that happens all the time, especially with comedians, because people don't think. They're like, yeah, we're, you're here to buffer. Yeah. You're not here to provide the main course. Yeah. But that's to... one of the things like with the open mics that you do at bars, and that's like, my uh, perception has changed. Is like when you first start doing, you're like, I want everybody to laugh, and then you realize like these people that came to have a beer, mm-hmm. and we're doing comedy. And we're doing comedy. These and, poor people. Yeah, we're right. So like, so my my thought has changed. Like you know what, I just. You, you hone in, like you find the few that are laughing at whatever, because not everybody's gonna be paying attention, because that's not what they came here for. So, but it, or you try to like get people to turn around and listen, and just like people yeah. are like, I pick out the people whose backs are turned when I get on stage. It's like, man, if I could get half of those people to turn around, like I feel yeah. like I did a good yeah. set. That's my whole goal too. If you go into a place Especially where jive. nobody wants to be there. And you can get them to stop watching the football game and turn mm-hmm. around. Yeah, that's, that's the best. I can't get in your attention. <laughs> it happens. We, I've we, done it before. I've done it at I, Bubba's I a, multiple yeah, times. Yeah, I've done it at uh, Crazy Frogs on the karaoke night. The manager there was like, hey, man, I heard you somewhere. Get up and do five minutes real quick. Yeah. And they cut the music off. And I was like, man, they just told me to get on stage. So let's have some fun, everybody. Yeah. And I went through the crowd. And everybody that's turned even around. tough there because they got two. You're right in between yeah. two big two standing big, in between oh, yeah, two we big did a show. crazy frogs. We did a show while the Dallas Cowboys, Cowboys was playing. Was oh, long. it was terrible while you guys were up there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm a Cowboys fan. They was right I had to go do comedy screen, after that's we got I our like butts kicked. I, I was like, man, this sucks. I am pissed right now. I'm talking about funny stuff. I was like. Do you, do you want to hear a joke? <laughs> Jason Garrett as a head coach. That was, <laughs> I did that. Oh man! Oh man! I always like the funnier one would be Bill O'Brien. Still, yeah, right. still has a job. So that'd yeah. be the funnier Who? joke. Oh, Bill O'Brien. O'Brien. Yeah, he oh, should Lord. be allowed in the state of Texas anymore. <laughs> Who? What a f- who fake punts? I know that's what I'm saying. With like, a lead, like, like, what are you doing? Like, scared you, coaches who know they're gonna lose this right. game. Right? He was like, hey, if we don't <laughs> keep this football, they might score. Scared like, coaches. It's okay for them to score, just not coaches 51 who don't know what points. That was a great game. I that was it. a terrible game. That was so uh, awful. I feel like I won oh, my minutes. Oh, Dick's just a rabble rouser. No, I really enjoyed it because you're sitting there at the end of the first. You're like, oh, look, we're actually winning with like very lucky nah, plays. I was and like, no, it was over. Time left. Sidebar. Have you ever heard that word before, John John? What did he say? What'd you say? Rebel. Rabble rouser? Rabble rouser. No. He said something. What did you say the other day? Oot, scoot, and boogie. Boot, scoot, boogie. That's a song, man. That's a song. I'm from California, dude. Yeah, you shouldn't be allowed to text I'm from California. When he said that, I was like, that's the whitest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. I do that. Okay, no. I remember you went on the TV, you would say, next, Star Trek, in living color. Oh, man. We would separate the color from the black and white shows. I remember the show in living color. Yeah. That was when Jim Carrey made me realize that it was a white guy can hang around. A lot of black people, and this is this is be okay. We don't really like Royce. We're gonna rob him after this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I put up at Royce's house. I start casing it like this is yeah. way nicer than where we I stay. Yeah, exactly. 
one Royce's living room looks like the set of a good TV show. <laughs> it's like a it's like a Hallmark Christmas <laughs> yeah. movie. Like yeah, it was like you know how you take those Christmas pictures and put a card. They take all the pictures in Royce's living room. Uh, it's funny, go. but we still have My yet to prove this Royce's house. There's no pictures. There's no pictures of Royce up in his house. Nothing. I believe it. I believe Shut up. He was like, we got to get out of here by nine. No, if you didn't know, yeah, he puts it on Airbnb. So he's like, oh, family's coming out for the week. We got to get out of here. Just for the day. This is one hundred percent. There's no pictures of Royce up at his house. I I I'm, I'm nosy. Yeah, I was walking around. And I started looking. Like, oh, you guys actually have pictures up. And as I look at the pictures, I was like, there's just babies in this lady. Where's the guy? <laughs> and bro, I'm looking, and there's nothing. It's complicated, and then on, John, John. on the refrigerator, on the refrigerator, there's like there's four pictures that you take in the booth. There's just four pictures of him and his wife just sitting on the. Come on, oh, this all, this all you get. There's the photo booth hey, pictures. So my fridge. wife is a, a pharmacist, and so she went to Pepperdine University, graduated with her bachelor of chemistry went to u of h graduated with her doctorate of pharmacy and so in our guest room she has her diplomas up well i personally went to the golf academy of america and got my uh, perfect attendance i got, I got my uh, i got a swimming certificate right here. i got, uh, I, got, got a, like I got a degree in golf club I, I got a badge and everything you can see it it's it's still sticky. It's got some sticky on it still from the stickers. I, when you to told me. me that, I thought it was a joke. But, but she was like, she was like, hey, I want to put, I want to no. put them up on a, on the wall like this. She's like, and I want to put yours right here. I was like, yeah, you don't need to put mine up next to those things. Like she was trying my, to give me some room. My, my freaking, I don't even know what kind of degree it is. Take the bone. Just she threw you a bone. Just mm-hmm. what? Like, I got a whole podcast set look, up. In I've that never. Room. Heard, I when Royce told me about this college, and I was like. <laughs> BS, man. There's no such place. You had to. Hey, that place is bankrupt now. <laughs> it so... sounded like it was going to be bankrupt. Man, it was I, a... I, I, the Golf Course of America golf, University. Uh, was, uh, University. Golf Academy of America. Academy. There was there was six of them. There was one in... <laughs> you joined outside of a van. There was one in... <laughs> so like. I also got a free TV. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like a... Did it come with a credit card? Like the rent center Did you get stuff. a spin a wheel? What was the pitch for that school? You get, you to, get golf. to play golf every yeah. single day, and you come. That away sold you as a white person. With you, white. <laughs> white people. Did you guys golf, have any black so. people there? Yeah, really. It was actually like so. I what hear it was, that was piece. 95% <laughs> like mil- We might get guys. a basketball team. We're looking for the next Tiger Woods. <laughs> <laughs> there was one kid that went there, and he would wear he would wear a red shirt and black slacks. Like every time we played, uh, like come on, man, like just because you like you from the same. Don't mean just all of a sudden gonna start hitting the ball better. A red shirt don't I, come with the swing. I think my favorite thing that we all just said is the only picture in Royce's house that has him in it isn't attached to the wall. It can be easily <laughs> just thrown in. Yeah, it's on the fridge. It's a magnet. But it's on the magnet that slides down the refrigerator that you have to keep resetting. <laughs> you can't just take that <laughs> magnet down. Take... You gotta slide all the way down. You gotta sometimes. I feel like magnet. you can be replaced, Royce. Uh, hey, oh, careful. Man. I, I don't doubt that. Yeah, you're gonna walk oh, in and some other guys there like, what just happened? Like, nah. <laughs> You can come. To, you can come stay with me, Royce. You get kicked out. I got. <laughs> you about to get kicked out? Yeah, right. I'm about to get kicked out. He's like, I'm gonna need somebody to help me carry the couch down. Nah, exactly. Oh, now, you live on let's, the first floor. Yeah. Let's talk about the future of comedy, especially with you guys. Do you see? I know, like right now, it's so easy to hear everything. Do you guys record your stuff? Uh, do bar? Do the places that you host that are like the bars and things like that? They allow you to set up a camera. Yeah. And yeah. like, yes, absolutely. So everybody, like, if I you're mean, doing yeah, comedy, your first. Room. 
your first thing is to get you like just a little MP3 recording app on your phone. Yeah. And I that's how I started and you got to get comfortable with listening to yourself cuz I remember the first time I played it back I listened to like 10 I seconds and turned it off and the people were laughing too and I still turned it off mm-hmm. I was like that was awful mm-hmm. and like you could hear laughter in the background I'm like that was garbage I'm just like you just Listen. critique some, yourself Some people laugh at you know, crap, crappy things. <laughs> yeah, or people, that's what people I going down. Like, people yeah. going down. That's ninety percent. I don't tell you people either. Homeless people, Royce. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I do. No, I do. I, I, I'm sorry. I do. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't get him started on homeless people. Man, homeless cold. people always begging from me, dog. <laughs> a homeless man came up to my window. It was like he was. A, it was a black dude. He was like, "Hey, you got any chance?" Like, nah. He was like, "All right." And he tried to bump me through the window, and I'm like, "Ah." Uh-huh. Yeah. And he was like, "Come on, is it getting that bad where we can't talk to our own people?" And I was like, "Well, I'm talking to you." just don't want to touch your hands, sir, <laughs> because I used to be homeless, and I didn't have a sink, so I know if I didn't have a sink and I didn't wash my hands, this you gentleman, doesn't have didn't, sink. he doesn't have a sink as well. John John got that homeless Yeah, I'm serious. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. on him. And people be like, you can't do that. It's like, yeah, I can talk about him, because I used to be a homeless <laughs> person. I used to live in the like back of my Ford Escort. Like, uh, like germination. Yeah, like, he like, went to go high-five. Like, yeah, like, and then high like I donate, I do stuff. He purposely just stopped people. playing his rent for a couple of years, yeah. like so I could make these homeless jokes. I could do it yeah, now. I'm serious. I just feel like homeless people they're they're very nice people because they always trying to hug you. But uh, keep your germs over there, sir. They're like no. Uh, so we got a listener who asked, how much of your acts are improv? I mean, uh, what do you have uh, you ever found yourself in a situation where you got to deviate from the script and start making stuff up on the fly? I, yeah. When I minds. actually when yeah, I, I first started, I. Everything was scripted, you know, because I just wanted to have a plan. I was so my anxiety was through the roof just being on stage that I didn't think that I would have enough to kind of come up with something off the cuff. So everything is written down. But now I'm doing more improvised, like with Stanley at Poetry Night. I mean, we we had 20 minutes of material. The guy, the guy that John John was talking about earlier about the disgusting poet, you just. (laughs) You had to be there. I I, I don't know, but I almost called my wife and told her I, was, I can guess. Yeah. I was leaving my wife for Stanley that night. <laughs> <laughs> Stanley turned all of us on. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Now uh, I try to come up with more off the. I'm not good like my improv probably comes like out that. more I try as to crowd work. On that too. Yeah, it's really. I don't really do a lot of crowd work. I'm trying to do. I hate people, so I don't really do a lot of crowd work because I don't well, care. When he was talking but, about ta- trying to get people to turn around, I'm like, I'd be afraid of them just to be like, "Hey, shut mm-hmm. up!" Oh, you know? Hey, hey. hey that's and that's what, what the best know. thing I want to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want me to shut up, huh? And I'm gonna go yeah. hard. That, yeah, not, well, so that's what, that's what gets on my nerves about like some comedians like saying that in like a bar setting. Like if you're at the improv or the secret group and there's a lot of table talk, like. You have every right to tell them to shut up. Like, but if you're at a bar, like you're yes, in their territory. Yeah. Not, they're not, they are not in your territory. But yeah. technically, I, if that bar has been having that I, mic I, night for that night, that mic is that night is dedicated to that night. I so agree. I come, do agree. Be, we say, we don't say shut up. We say be respectful. Yeah. yeah. Like just keep it to a minimum. I'm just if you saying want to talk, the, we don't the comedians mind, but, that feel like they like should tell them to hush. Like, yeah, well, if they turn up, around and like, just yell like shut up, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say something back. Like, well, yeah. the, are you talking? You're talking about if somebody in the crowd yells shut up. Oh, somebody in the crowd yells shut up, then I'm going. In on yeah, that you might run. Like, now you're the material. You better hope you don't have a flaw because I'm going to hammer on that. Yeah, now I've already you're the made I've made fun of all my flaws. Like no, I get that out I'm in the first thirty seconds. You just show up. They're like, oh, we <laughs> feel like, sorry oh, for this, this guy. Ugly yeah. white guy. <laughs> <laughs> like me and myself, but mine's like seventy five percent improv because I'll have ideas that I want to talk about. 
but my mind rambles. I'm insane, yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. What's the longest set you've ever done? Like 45 minutes. Okay, and then oh. was that mostly improv? Like 10 minutes was a set in the rubber. Okay. <laughs> you kept going. You just roasting people yeah, in the I, crowd. No, it was like, like I'll I go and uh, you see me try to spin. Yeah. I have one joke I've been trying to finish for so long, and I just... I get to a certain part of it, and somebody says something to get me off of it. It's a Norman Daniels it, setup. Yeah, it it's takes, crazy. It's a good one. I mean, it's a it's a walk. It's a it's my <laughs> women's awareness class, man. Just trying to stop a few crimes out there. Oh, I can't that, talk. That, yeah, that, yeah. Oh, the lacrosse, the lacrosse, the lacrosse team, team joke. Oh yeah. <laughs> How often are you guys told to be funny on demand? Uh, I do a uh, I do a uh, like I'm a murder mystery improv thing. Um, a lot of actors, but one of them is uh, by day. He's just uh, his his real job is stand up comedian. I'll call him out as uh, Scott White. I don't know if you know him, but mm -hmm. uh, when he's doing the detective gig, he's like one of the funniest guys you'll ever see. But in real life, he is so not really. You know, people. He's got RBF. <laughs> And you know he doesn't talk to anyone. No one talks to him. And and I actually really like working when we're when we're playing the detectives together. We really bounce off each other. But I yeah. know beforehand you don't talk to this guy beforehand. And people think yeah. well, he's such a jerk. He's such a. It's like no, he just doesn't want to talk to you. But he's a comedian. Yeah, he should be funny. I, you kind of get that it's, all the yeah. time because like even well, I recently got fired. But when I did have a job, you know, there would just be like oh, you know, it's always like tell, tell some, some jokes. jokes, you know, and like. It's, I don't. I feel like the energy has yeah. to be right and stuff yes, like that. Yeah. And when I'm going to like an open mic, like I'm already kind of getting in yeah. my head, trying to get, trying to find that place. And it's kind of it's hard to just tap into that place instantly. At least yeah. for me, it's that's is. why you just yeah. lie to people. Yeah. Yeah. I, I tell sometimes <laughs> like I'm a waiter. Like, yeah, I stand like, up to the side. Like I know that when he's ready to go, show. he'll put on his headphones. Yeah, and that means don't I'll, talk to Adam. Yeah, yeah. I'll so put on my headphones. Sometimes if you ever see me just sit in the corner, that means I'm really nervous. But people still talk to me. I'll be cool with them. I'll just be short. But um, I don't know. I can't hang out with, in front of John John right before I go on stage. I like. No, you guys are idiots. Man. I get. I, I like. I, I get <laughs> like in the mode of like. No, I'm you about guys to play a game, and I'm like, let's go. Let's like getting pumped up but about it. I I be so in the zone and yeah. anything. And this is why all my stuff be improv because I'll be practicing something like, okay, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. And I keep saying it. that to myself in my head. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. And somebody will come up and do something stupid. Like last night, we saw this guy, and 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 he googles a picture oh, of the man. guy, and we just start laughing. And after I'm that, I was done. Ninety nine point nine percent sure that guy was a Nazi. Yeah, like, like Nazi guy, Fifth Element guy. I, I got I got really scared when he walked. Yeah, in, I did too, scary. man. It's the first I, I time. I felt like it got a little quiet, uncomfortably quiet. Because he walked in like he just got finished stomping somebody's face outside. Yes, yes, oh, he wow. did. <laughs> he, <laughs> he, like, like, he sat down and like, give me a beer. But he had this exact same Give me a boiler maker. Everything. <laughs> he looked like that guy. Just like this. Exactly how he looked. That's what I said. Is that the fifth element guy? And he Googled it and we just we lost it at the table. I couldn't breathe. Gary Oldman. Whoever was on stage thought they were killing it because we could not contain our laughter. We were dying laughing over there. So we got to be wrapping up here about 10 minutes. So let's, people who are listening in, introduce yourselves one more time and tell us where to find you and stuff like that. Okay. My name is Adam Murphy. You can find me on Adam M. Comedy. January 23rd, Black Jack's Barn Grill off of Highway 6 in West Little York. $3 tequila? Jose Cuervo, $6 Patron. Yeah. You say cheap booze. Yeah, yeah cheap, listen, cheap, cheap booze. Just take drink steak. deals. Yeah. yeah, pizza till 2 a.m. So, uh, and then Crazy Frog Saloon, February 13th. We'll all be there too. Uh, John John, everybody calls me John John Ward though. That's what I'm on Facebook. IG is uh, JJ, the two letters J, the number two, the word funny, number 15. 
And then uh, you can also find. So there were fourteen funny JJs before you. (laughs) Fifteen is my college basketball number. Oh, okay. (laughs) I keep it like I was good or something like that. But I played. I don't know if you're going to start knocking them off. There's more than fourteen funny JJs. He just bought bought fifteen. He was JJ two funny sixteen for a while. (laughs) He ranked up slowly but surely. He'll get that one. Uh, My name is Royce Moore. You can find me at Royce the One. Uh, man, go. We'll be posting stuff, but on we- every Wednesday night at Old City Pub, it's on Stubner Airline at 1960. We'll do cheap drinks, 275 and down. First five comics to sign up, you get a free drink on me. Wow. So, and we do this too. because I and mean, it's, it's steak night. It, I've never had more fun. I think I've ever had since doing comedy. Like since I've started and really yeah. started going, like you have plenty of bad nights and stuff yeah. like that. And there's a lot of times where you're just like, I don't ever want to write comedy again. You know, the offstage conversations are the but greatest. the offstage conversations are good. A lot of comedians do a lot of drugs too, so you get to you run into that a lot. <laughs> that, like, that oh, happens. okay, I can get that. Not me. My drug well, is it's comedy. Late night. Yeah, it's late, late night. night. So. Plus, you're at OCP, which we, like uh, that's where they grow all the drugs. <laughs> we are also <laughs> so come out on... to OCP. If you're looking yeah. for, <laughs> we are uh, we are actually working on like a, a possible short film, and the, we have a, a small premise behind it. So oh, there's Lord. a basically um, your I'll, detectives too. It's like <laughs> three stand-up comedians and their detectives. Yeah. So. Uh, no, Charlie's no, I'm other not angels. Detective. Oh, yeah. I thought you were telling me no. Don't talk I'll about it. I'll be the dude y'all looking for. Uh, <laughs> so basically, I will be uh, playing a white guy. Who's uh, <laughs> I think you have experience in that, yeah. <laughs> who's so. uh, like an accountant who's uh, kind of maybe messing some money around here and there, <laughs> and so he gets popped, and uh, he falls on hard times, and, uh, and he joins ISIS. He, he moves yeah, he joins the, ISIS. Uh, no, ISIS. probably not ISIS, but it'd be some Crips in there. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, just yeah. as dangerous, but so not necessarily that's, the ideology. That's a short, shortish <laughs> description of what we got. So I, don't I mean, know. just so, the, the funny stuff. The movie could be. Well, hey, do you guys know any? Places out here for like our Montgomery County that has a lot of comedy. I, I Southern Star Brewery. So I think if you follow Jesse Saldana, he does a lot of Conroe stuff. Yeah, Jesse Saldana. I don't okay. know what his handle or anything yeah, like. Probably that Jesse Saldana. Yeah, you can probably. Just, <laughs> everyone just goes by Jesse Saldana comedy. Jesse Saldana. So Southern Star still do a reoccurring comedy bit? Or? Yeah, I feel like he just posted something. Uh, or actually, no. Last night I was at an open mic with him, and he said that they had one coming up here soon, but I wasn't listening. So yeah, because I think the Corner Pub would be a cool place because they don't smoke in there, and I'm like, but they're always trying to. Get people in well, there. If to somebody's stay. listening. That's part of that. Yeah, yeah. Hit us yeah. Up. Yeah. Up. we'll put some show together. We'll put a show together. I got, and we know, <laughs> we know, like headliner people too. We know, like, some we know names people. of guys that are. Like, we're They'll make guys the drive that, too. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, so what, what's the expected pay for that kind of stuff? Oh, you're going to talk about money. For the love of the game, man. Exactly. He can. Well, he gets paid well enough to break into this house. Yeah, yeah. Put exactly. Photos, to put that photo in somebody else's house. Yeah. Any, anytime he wants. A cup of coffee. We're robbing Royce. That's friends. the level of comedy that we're at. You so know what I'm saying? I have a friend who uh, works for NASA. He's an actual rocket scientist. And one of his gags he likes to do is try to get a conversation going to where someone asks him, well, it doesn't take rocket. It doesn't take oh, rocket. yeah. So you can say, well, actually, have you guys ever put yourselves in a situation trying to make it to where someone asks you, what are you, a comedian? And that way you can uh, say, well... No, it usually just happens when I don't shut up after like two hours of hanging out with them. They're like, what do you do? And they're just like, I'm a comedian. Gosh darn it. Like, why did I say that? I'm tired of being (laughs) a 
I have like, a comedian, but yeah. it's just like, hey, you know, I, I be want to take breaks oh, from you that funny. stuff. You should be a comedian. Like, I'm already a comedian. I'm not going to come to the show. So difference between a comedian and a comic, is there one? I mean... You I know mean, what? Some, you know, I always thought a comedian was what we did, and I thought a comic was a book. No. I mean, I, yeah, I guess. <laughs> but I'm serious. No. I don't know. Well, I guess both of them. It depends on, like, you could kind of say comedian is a writer, too, so they write yeah. comedy. It's also, like, how the word is used, maybe. But it's also. a little bit of everything for it's me. Like, I enjoy the writing part of it. I yes. enjoy the acting kind of part of it. I enjoy kind of the, you know... I like to tell long jokes that yeah, go yeah. to weird places, but <laughs> and I like I to have, just you know I take have, the audience for the ride to be like, what the, yeah. what is happening? Like, I have fallen <laughs> once. I have fallen for the hey, all right, tell me a joke, and it was my older brother. You know, like it was that older brother, younger brother situation. It's like, oh, you're doing comedy now. He's like, well, tell me a joke, and I'm like, all right, all right, here we go. Uh, and I was like, why am I, why am I doing this? Yeah, like, I, you, do I don't it. care about I you. Do I don't want to be I funny for do you. You're, I you're a doctor. It. Replace my spleen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah I, I can't feel, do it. I always feel you need to have the most like. The, the the one joke that's always on your mind that offends the people the easiest, like you know, oh the aristocrats. Oh, I have like or something. Well, because people are like, hey, tell me a funny joke, and then you do something completely <laughs> like, off base. Yeah. Like they're like, oh, don't tell uh, me yeah. those things. Exactly. Like, all right, well, don't come. Yeah, to yeah show don't, don't ask. <laughs> I tell people, tell me a joke. Like, no, that's like that's telling not a monkey, hey, wake up and do something <laughs> funny. <laughs> like, hey, exactly. wake, wake up, throw poop at somebody. Give me some money. I'll tell you a joke. I don't work for free. <laughs> yeah. You gotta pay. Well, let's actually before we go, we got about five minutes. How do you feel about you know the there are no barriers to comedy, and then especially with today's social media being able to being recorded, and then twenty years from now, someone says, "Hey, that was completely bad. You can't be doing that." Do you think that? As a comedian, that that you don't stop, you don't allow hurdles in front of you. You're like, hey, I'm just going to see where this joke takes me, and then I'm going to go until I think it works, and then, you know, ten years later, you get arrested. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I feel like sometimes with the <laughs> dang arrested. <laughs> what? Well, that was how it's kind of like the Kevin Hart right, thing. Right, right. Well, like, just yeah, like, like, well not even that. Like that. You know, forty years ago, comedians were like George Carlin was getting arrested. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you have these things yeah. where you're like, okay, at one point, some are going to like. They're gonna think it's bad, and someone's gonna make a rule against it. Like, imagine being a comedian like in Iran. Like, you I mean, can't I say like anything. You'll get arrested. There's probably, good, yeah. there's probably like a good split with like comedians that will touch on certain subjects, and some that don't care if you do. And then there's some that are like, as soon as something comes out, like I have to tell. I a mean, joke I about personally that. feel like if it. If it stings a little bit, then like that's comedy. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like if it, I you know, try not yeah. to make it sting too much, but yeah. a little bit of comedy is kind of like that. Eh, you know what I'm saying? Like for me, you know, like make them laugh, but yeah. you can make them cringe a little bit too. You know? Well, like I thought that Ricky Gervais's Golden Globes mo- opening yeah, monologue. I've never yeah. been a fan of his, but oh, I want to buy him a drink. Well, but I like, I like it, and really that's good. what I like too. Just, just say what you want to yeah, say. Everybody got leave, leave your feelings at home. Yeah, Chappelle quit with his. Yeah, yeah, just leave your feelings yeah. at home because it's happening in the world. Why yeah. why not laugh at some stuff? You I know, think certain stuff is really funny. I'm but when I tell people, like, they be like, you can't say that. Well, like, yeah, yeah. I was listening to his acceptance speech for the Mark Twain stuff, and he was talking about how most famous comedians come from America, but you know, not from anywhere else. I was like, well, that's also because we're pretty much the only country that has 100% free speech. Free speech yeah. Yeah. Almost. That, yeah, but almost. Like, if you're, oh, well, yeah, but Belgium. I mean, like... So, but I'm, <laughs> can, you, can like, you say things in Belgium? Can't you say something if you say something about places. the monarchy, the old folks there? You get in no, trouble? No, no. 
they're just not, they're just not funny in Belgium. But you know. <laughs> freedom's <laughs> not uniquely American. Because like like, I know, like, like in Germany, his, that's about how it is. In there, Germany, yeah. you can't really say anything about the Holocaust or anything that's in a joking manner. I mean, there, it, UK, you can't really say anything that offends people. Pretty you, much now, like but, you can say something on Twitter, you get you get cops called on you. So oh. there is a show on Netflix talking about like uh, comedy, like all around the world. And I can't remember the guy's name, but he literally goes into like, like very impoverished places. Oh, um, the I, black guy, right? I can't remember. I, his I, name. I know who you're talking. About. No, no, it's <laughs> they all have the same. No, he's Wait, not. Which one was it? I'm Joseph. No, I'm Joseph. Anyone with hair? Richard Pryor. Which one was it? Yeah. No, I'm Joseph. Anyone with hair? I I've seen what you're talking. You about. Sure, it wasn't Adam. <laughs> Huh? Sure, it wasn't Adam. Yeah. It looks like he'd, he'd be good about that show. <laughs> Bozo? No, no, no. Beautiful. Who you talking about? It's not not dreadlocks because they're smaller. Is that that Kamal? He's Kamal twisted. He's got no? twists. Twisted. Yeah, he's twisty got a little. Stuff. <laughs> he got, I don't know what they're called. Hey, I want my door. They have all the same. Hey, we gotta be wrapping the show up, guys. Well, again, thank you guys so much for coming in. And again, we got something on Thursday. Next Thursday, yes, Blackjack's uh, bar. Or is it this Thursday? Thursday, January twenty third. Okay. So, so next Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. So next Thursday, January twenty third, Blackjack's bar and grill off of Highway six and West Little York. Please be there. It's a free comedy show. Free comedy show. And then yes. the, we're tonight. You gonna, Old City Pub. Old City, City Pub, Pub for Royce. Are y'all yeah, all, all three, three there? We all we're should all be, there be there tonight. Uh, there's that's there's, in spring. Yes, that's in spring. Was there no cover? No, it's no cover. It's free, free comedy. Free. It's Steak night. Steak night, two seventy five. Just about you call it. You and do a lot of free comedy when yeah. you're coming up. <laughs> like most of it's free. Yeah. Well, that's one thing I was wondering. Like, do y'all y'all have Instagram? Y'all have all those kind of things? You no, know, and y'all record your bits. Yeah. Do y'all make it available for me to consume? No, it, because or? like I like my thought with like videoing. I know we got to wrap this up. My thought yeah. with like videoing it is like. Now I can't really tell that That's joke anymore. That's what I'm anymore. saying. Yeah, like I can't like the like for the appeal for me is walking into a room full of strangers. Yeah. And killing, you know. Yeah. Like, and if yes. every and if every joke that I have is posted, that means I have. If I really want to let let it yeah. go, then I'll post it on. But a That's lot a of f- jokes I just kind of want to keep to myself. So, yeah. you know. Like I can tell more strangers about it. Yeah, cool. Well, you know, Sean's like going crazy trying to find the show. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know I'm telling you. It. He was just, I was like, well, he's, we're he's about to say bye. Like, your phone. Buy a drink with the first five comedians. So I'm gonna make up a couple of jokes. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What come could on. go wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Everything I mean, and so like for that, like the amateurs, like amateurs, you come and sign up. You'll get uh, three to five, uh, three to five minutes, and pros, you'll get five to seven or or more. Pros? If you just want to come up and say one joke, your followers on Instagram. Yeah. It's kind of like it's, uh, we'll it's know. Kinda, yeah, we'll know. We'll tell if you're and a like pro. especially if you sign up pro and you and you suck. Like I'm, I'll, I'll give you that light earlier <laughs> than you're probably is, supposed to get. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so it's politicky too. What's this red thing blinking yeah. at me? Hi. I mean, st- start being funny or get off stage. You're listening to Dick and Skippy in the mornings here on Lone Star Community Radio, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. We're closing out today's show. We'll see you guys on Friday.